This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Uh, today is Wednesday, April 29th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Quest Diagnostics is rolling out an antibody test consumers can order online before going to the doctor's office. The test is supposed to show whether someone had or potentially exposed to the virus and has developed antibodies to protect against future infection. The FDA does warn that it doesn't know for sure yet whether having antibodies for the virus means you're immune. The test can be purchased online at getquesttest.com. Once customers fill out a questionnaire, a physician will review it and then send them to one of the 2,200 locations across the country for a blood test. One of the requirements for the Quest Diagnostics antibody test is that the person getting it has been symptom-free for 10 days. The city says it is working to make testing for the virus more accessible. A site at 11th and Paris Streets will open Tuesday. Uh, will be open on Tuesdays for anyone who wants to get tested, regardless if they have symptoms or a doctor's note. Rite Aid is also starting online testing at some of its stores, including one on Ogons Avenue in Philadelphia. A stray cat is recovering after someone shot the animal with a crossbow in Delaware County. Someone found the male cat this past weekend with a seven-inch arrow through its leg. They immediately brought him to the Providence Animal uh, Center in Media, where he's getting the care he needs. Vets at the uh, animal center were able to successfully remove the crossbow, uh, but the person who shot the cat has not been caught. Uh, Once the cat recovers, he will be up for adoption. Kathy, I've done a lot of work with uh, Providence, and they, they seem to always end up with these animals that end up in the news. That you know, there's a story of the one. The, I think it was a, cat, a dog or a cat that was duct taped, and yeah. So they always, they always end up there. They do a great job. Yeah. You know, though, um, I saw a tweet and somebody said, you know, this this cat was intentionally shot, and I'm not saying that the cat was not. But you guys remember the story of my um, brother-in-law's dog. Uh, his neighbor thought <laughs> that there was a rodent in yeah. his bushes, yeah. and sh- and shot an arrow through the dog's leg, and was Eesh. like. Basically horrified and yeah. couldn't speak when he had to pick the dog up, take them, you know, over to my brother-in-law's house. And he was like, I'm so sorry. Um, and they all jumped in the car. And fortunately, the dog was OK and they were able to remove it. But that's immediately what I thought of. Yeah. <laughs> Need we say that you should probably visually identify what you're What's shooting before your- you shoot it? Hey, yeah, there's yeah. hunters that shoot each other all the time. <laughs> right, right. Make yeah. it mad. It looked, he, Ralph looked like a turkey to me. Absolutely. And I swear. It, you know, a pants-wearing yeah. turkey. Yeah. In his defense, he was having a problem with rodents uh, in, his, I'm gonna shoot a in dog. his yard. So I'm going to send just... a message to those rats. Right. I know. Right. I'll shoot a dog. But the I'll cat... certainly shoot a rat. <laughs> the cat's okay. That's yeah. Good to hear. Yeah, and the cat will be up for adoption yeah. once it recovers. A nonprofit organization in Philadelphia is refurbishing bikes for essential workers. A lot of essential workers are depending on mass transit to get around, and during a pandemic, the option of riding a bike might just save a life. Neighborhood Bike Works, located at 3939 Lancaster Avenue, is doing what they can to help residents get to their destination. We're offering our free bikes to two groups, essential workers and parents and guardians for our youth graduates, said Jessica West, the executive director of Neighborhood Bike Works. She says, that uh, this is the least that they can do. She just asks that the bikes get returned at a later date. Neighborhood Bike Works' main goal is to help young people ages 8 to 18 years old learn how to ride bikes and fix them by completing an eight-week course. The course also teaches kids leadership skills and employable job skills. They also have a do-it-yourself bike workshop where people can bring their own bikes in and work on them with the assistance of their on-staff mechanics. They also sell refurbished bikes. So for more information, you can go to neighborhoodbikeworks.org. But if you're in a worker and you want to use a bike they're they're offering them up for free 
Kathy, I'm so glad you mentioned that. We actually uh, we used them. We, my uh, son uh, had an older um, bike that he had outgrown, and so we took it there. I took it there with my dad uh, maybe a month or two ago. I posted um, posted it up on Instagram. They're an awesome organization, and they do so much of what they do for free. They help out kids in the neighborhood, and they run all of these programs. So it's people that are active cyclists. They want to go in and around the city, um, but it's a really cool place, and uh, I'm, I'm really glad that you highlighted it this morning because they do a lot of awesome work. They do. Uh, Nick, your, your, your mic sounds weird. It's Stop farting, but that's good because uh, we were having that issue yesterday. But it's uh, your your mic quality sounds. Are you a on? Bit weird are you on the software component, or are you, do you have an actual physical piece of hardware there? You know, every day seems like it's something different, but I don't think I changed anything. Steve, today. can you check his mic for him real quick and just and see if that's working? Because we have a way to right. to remotely uh, right. check that. Check. Wait. 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 Check. 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 Yeah. Check. check. I still hear it. I still hear it. Um, okay. I, um, no, right. so yeah, we'll figure it out. Right. We'll figure and it on out. the FaceTime that we're on, for whatever reason... Check, Steve, check, check. <laughs> What's that, Kathy? For whatever reason, Steve keeps freezing, so when, when his uh, feed comes back up for me, he's mm-hmm. in, like, super fast motion. So that happened... His- uh, like a couple of last That's week, awesome. and and it was funny because Steve does this thing sometimes where he just kind of rocks back and forth. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah so and, like and then <laughs> when it when it freezes and comes back, Steve, yes. it looks like oh, I, you know that effect they do in some scary like horror movies. movies. <laughs> yeah, like 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 a, like a, uh, the ring. Yeah. Um, so I do that purposely <laughs> like. to do that to make it look like that. So if it's doing that, it's double time. Oh my god, <laughs> please, yeah, someone catch that. I have to see it. It's yeah, hilarious. I'll, and Steve, I'll I'll take video when we go to a break. awesome. And All and right. Kathy, you're. Your screen, your face, every night it dis- disappears all the time. Oh, yeah, really. Yeah. Just yeah. Like a, you know uh, what? So I don't know if it if it's something in the neighborhood or just because people are home and, and using their wireless. I don't know, but I've been having major wireless issues. Now the my setup, my mic setup is is um, you know connected yeah. to the wireless, and that that doesn't go out. So I don't know if that's exactly it or not. But um, yeah, I've been having just later in the day on my computer or phone or whatever. Well, why, um, Wi-Fi able to get connection. Wi-Fi usage will skip up, but I doubt it's happening at this time. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, to the to that point, Nick, do you have an actual unit like a, a brick? Uh, there no. at your house. Okay, I think that's I'm the I'm still using the app, yeah. Right, so right. maybe we can put in for the unit. Who knows? We'll see if we can do that. All right. All right. What All right. else in news, Kevin? Yeah! All righty. Yeah. Howie Roseman continues to defend the choice of picking quarterback Jalen Hurts over the weekend in the NFL draft. The Roseman contends that if Hurts makes plays to help the Eagles win games, the pick was worth it. In an interview, Roseman said, We're not looking for Carson's replacement. I hope Carson plays till he's 40, 42 years old. We just feel like this is the most important position in sports, and we think this player has something to him. Combining his years at Alabama and Oklahoma, Hurts went 40-3 and as the starting quarterback with 80 touchdowns, 20 interceptions, 65% completion percentage, nearly 10,000 passing yards, and more than 3,000 rushing yards. Speaking of Carson Wentz, he announced on social media yesterday that his wife gave birth to a little girl. In the post, Wentz wrote, last night, uh, late last night, my beautiful wife and I were blessed to welcome our sweet little girl into the world. Hadley Jane Wentz is a true blessing from the Lord, and we are so pumped to be her parents. Smiling face with heart-shaped eyes. I love these two with everything I have.
Major League Baseball is allowing teams to offer refunds to fans for games currently not being played during the coronavirus pandemic. Previously, games were considered postponed instead of canceled, allowing teams to hold on to revenue generated from ticket sales. Because it seems unlikely the teams will play 162 games this season, the league has decided to allow for refunds. Each team will set its own policy, with many likely offering a credit for uh, for the 2021 as an option, and teams can announce their new policies beginning today. Baseball could still return this summer, but it's likely to be without fans in attendance for at least a portion of the season, which would kick in another round of refunds. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you so much, Kathy. I'm going to lead with this. We got a, uh, a text that said, Good morning, you crumb bums, and happy birthday, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the 52nd birthday of WMMR. So exciting. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I forgot to get something for them. I know, for the radio station. Yes. Well, uh, you, you got time. Just okay, get something for me. ahead of us. So, uh, yeah, 52 years ago, uh, this radio station was born. Amazing. And, and uh, same format. Uh, yeah. Yeah, still in uh, an active rock format and has been for that long. The longest in these United States, dear friends. It's pretty cool. It's amazing. It's special to uh, to be an employee here. And uh, Pierre and um, Pancake are going to be commemorating that today. They have this special thing they're going to do with cards. I'll get some of the details yeah. on that later on today. It's but, a lot uh, of fun. Yeah, it's MMR's 52nd birthday, so we're pretty happy about that. Uh, we have a number of things taking place on the program today. Uh, as far as guests go, we had mentioned this yesterday, and we're pretty excited. We have, if, if, if technically things work out, and it should, because one call is coming from Sweden, we have <laughs> the reuniting of the Legion of Doom on wow. the air this morning. Yes, that's right. Eric Lindros, John LeClaire, and Michael Remberger all going to be on the show at the same time. It's amazing. Yeah, so we'll see how confusing of an interview that will be, but <laughs> uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, it, you know, it was, I was doing a little research last night. I mean, I... Uh, you'd be hard pressed to find another line, another line in in NHL that had its own name that yeah. is more well known than these three guys who only played together uh, in that line for just a short amount of time, a couple of years. That was it, right? But from and doing the reading on them as well, Preston, their physical size yeah. and their capability is what set them apart. Yeah, the fact that you had three forwards of that size yeah. who could actually score, yeah, yeah. and play and hit mm-hmm. and do the whole thing was pretty formidable. So. Didn't get us a cup, but got us close. Uh, but well, that's they, our story. <laughs> they will uh, they will be on around nine o'clock this morning. Also, uh, actor Anthony Edwards, who will be goose goose for crying out loud. You know what I forgot? Also, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, yeah he's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so he, many things. He's been in a lot of stuff, and he's uh, he's he's got a pretty heavy subject uh, that he's going to cover for this uh, project that he's talking about. But still, we'll talk about his career as well. So he'll be on around nine thirty or so. Uh, we also have MMR's MMR's Rock Refund, a chance to win $500 two times today. We had two winners yesterday. Why don't you be one of those people? All right, this morning, 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., we have your chance. We're going to go live on uh, Fox Good Day and a few other things that we'll get into through the uh, course of the morning. Oh, and a secret text word, in case you oh, just see nice. to me. Uh, we have a digital download of the Rhythm section starring Blake Lively. And Jude Law, text the word secret to 39333, and we'll send a word back to you. Ask you to call him later on. Designated caller wins that prize, and we'll get a random text or two. So, uh, easy way for you to try and win this morning. So, get on it. Text the word secret to 39333. Three. 39333? Yeah. Uh, So, we'll we'll come back in a moment, and uh, we'll get into the entertainment report. Stupid question. I have a Goonies stupid question. Yeah. We were all about the Goonies yesterday, so we'll come back with that in a moment. Stay with us. 
Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question this morning. We give away a digital download of Arrow, the eighth and final season. And the question that I have for you this morning, let's see if you know the answer to this, Casey. In the movie The Goonies, what logo is on the T-shirt that Sloth is wearing when he oh. first meets Chunk? You know this, right? Yeah. Oh, right. oh, wait. When he first meets Chunk. Yeah, when he first meets Chunk. Because at the him. end, it's this one. Uh, nope, that's not it. That's the, that's nope. the end. Nope. 215-263-WMMR. Okay. <laughs> yes, because he... At the end, he shows that shirt, and they go, oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> O.S. Yeah. Uh, let's see if you know what shirt is on his logo when they first meet. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now, and we will go through some birthdays while we are looking for your answer. Uh, it is Wednesday, April 29th. Musical birthday to begin with. Tommy James, singer of Tommy James and the Shondells. Oh, yeah. And they gave us I Think We're Alone Now, oh, yeah. which uh, Billy Joe Armstrong recently redid, and a very cool version of that song. Very good version. Did they do Money Money? They did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So uh, a couple of gigantic hits, and let's not forget Casey began the uh, effing bull F-ing ass yes. Money Money. I started that. But Tommy James, yeah, so he had the hit back in the in the 60s, and then Tiffany, the mall singer, had a huge hit with it. It's in Infectious, you can't argue it with is. that. And yep. uh, I remember Tommy James had like a massive hair helmet. Yes. You remember that? Yep, absolutely. Like a Gino Vanelli style. He's to stop. I just want to stop. He's 73 today. Uh, speaking of hair, Andre Agassi. Yeah. Yes. It was a wig. Oh, my at, God. At some point. At uh, some point, it was real, right? Was it? It, it had to. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, he started to lose his hair, Steve, but he was so vain about it that he decided that he needed to wear the wig to keep up the image. I remember, I guess I read an article. I didn't read the the autobiography, but I read an article when that came out about, the, you know, the, the lengths. When you're a professional tennis player and you're sweating bullets mm-hmm. and you're trying to keep that raccoon on your head yeah how the hell do you make that work i think they sewed it onto his head steve i, I mean, think they it, actually <laughs> took a or maybe staples give him something you're playing tennis There's a carriage a, bowl there is a lot of running yeah and and you're you know and jumping and all kinds of stuff so yeah how he how he never had an incident where it fell off you know I'll what never know what now that i think about it he always had that chin strap Okay. Remember that? Yeah. It was up to his toupee. That must have been it, yeah. Nick, he was, uh, he was on the pro tour before Sampras came on, right? Yeah, and then they ended up being rivals, but uh, Agassi broke out onto the scene first. And he, uh, was, I, he was dominant for a little while before Sampras came into, and then yeah. Sampras pretty much dominated after that, right? I believe Agassi was number one uh, in the world for a stretch. I actually saw them do a, um, a competition here in Villanova. They, it was just an exhibition, uh, a one-on-one, and uh, got to meet Agassi afterwards. Could not have been a nicer guy. Sampras, total dick. Did yeah, not, yeah. yeah, didn't have any interest in hanging out with anybody, but Agassi was really fan-friendly. I okay. can believe that. Yeah, let me tell you a little story about this uh, little kid named Casey who uh, on on the 4th of July uh, they had games. And, on your birthday? And Casey, this little kid dominated in the 25-yard uh, dash for years. 
And then all of a sudden, Brian moved into the neighborhood. And Casey didn't know Brian. And then Brian won on Casey's birthday. And that was devastating to little Casey. Ah. He had dominated. So I understand Andre Agassi's uh, plight in the uh, in the world of <laughs> tennis. I mean, Casey totally understood Andre Agassi's plight. Casey, yeah. were you the little fat kid? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I never said he was fat. I know. I'm doing a line from a movie. I know, but guess what? what? Maybe that led to his obesity problem oh, because Jesus. he was skinny up until Andre that Agassi is 50 years old. Uh, one of the greatest actors, in my personal opinion, acting is obviously subjective, but I've, it's Daniel Day-Lewis's birthday. I think he, he could be who I look to as, my God, that guy is incredible. Yeah. You know? Ready for, ready? drink your... Milkshake. I'm sorry. You were saying? Ready for a bomb? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're his favorite teacher. I am! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty wild. I had no idea. He is unbelievable. Yeah. He is, uh, you know, like the Sins of the Father? Yes. Go back to that movie. Yeah. Even when he's just a regular guy and not, you know, stealing milkshakes. But which, by the way, that's an incredible performance. And uh, there will be blood, but the uh, it just has a weird ending. It's a weird movie. It's actually a bowling movie if you stop and think about it. Yeah, yeah. It's actually the unofficial sequel to Kingpin. But I but I look at his his diametrically opposed performances of of uh, Bill the Butcher, yeah, uh, in Lincoln, Gangs of New York, and Lincoln. And I mean, you put those two together side by side, and you're like, that. How is that the same person? You know, so he's pretty amazing. He's 63 today. It's Willie Nelson's birthday today too. Uh, Willie's incredible. God, we almost had him here in the studio. It was so close. Just had a story yeah. from uh, it was Snoop Dogg. Only one person smoked him under the table in the world of Ganj. Yeah, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. He said and in I mean, Amsterdam. And I mean, he was like, man, like like yeah. Snoop was blown away. <laughs> he couldn't believe it. Uh, Willie is 87 today, so happy birthday. Michelle Pfeiffer celebrates her birthday. I love her. The great Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. She's uh, 62. She was on, the first time I saw her was on a series. It was either um, called Delta House. She, she played the the bombshell. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? that? It was Animal House, right? But the, the TV they called, version yeah, of it? They called yeah. it Delta House. And she was the babe on the show. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, definitely a babe. She's 62. Uh, Eve Plum. Um, oh, my God. Brady Bunch. Jan, yeah. Here's the story. Uh, Jan is 62 years old today. I have to admit, I, I watch. I don't watch much Home Improvement stuff, but I watched that Brady House special. Oh, God, yeah. It it's so great. cool. Yeah. It was, and it was great to see them. Uh, and they, they had a lot of fun with it. So, uh, happy 62nd birthday to Eve. Uh, it's Jerry Seinfeld's birthday today. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, he is uh, turning 66 years old today. There was a, a meme or a picture of him, uh, I guess it was in Manhattan. Did you see Case where he, yeah. had, he had his bikes, bicycle helmet on and he was... You know he's he's the ultimate New Yorker. That's his. He does every, you know all that stuff. But he uh, he again they were assessing his Porsche collection, mm-hmm. which I now I think has reached an all time high. I believe it. Uh, it's just an amazing amount of automobiles. Sixty six today. Uh, Uma Thurman has her birthday, <laughs> and it's a big one for her. She's fifty years old. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. You forget she was married to Ethan Hawke. I do. That yeah. was that had to have been her first marriage, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's right. They were they were the the Hollywood couple for a they moment. Were. For a moment, yeah, a couple. Uh, so happy 50th birthday to Uma Thurman. Uh, and then the last <laughs> birthday I saw is Carney Wilson of Wilson Phillips. Used to live in Maniunk. Love it. Yeah. Uh, again, Wilson Phillips, massive. 
Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. And if you watch uh, uh, Bridesmaids, Bridesmaids yeah. there's a wonderful sequence with this song. Okay. It's yeah, great. I'm never going to watch it. Don't. don't I, someday. Yeah, someday. Well, I'll just, uh, <laughs> I, have, just, I haven't got to run. I know it's a great movie. I know it's great. I just haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, she's 52 years old today. And you know who else is 52? Ooh. Turns 52 years old today, and in fact, we are going to be doing MMR's 52 years on Shuffle. And Pierre is actually going to be playing with a full deck of 52 cards. We have this deck of gigantic playing cards. Right. And uh, so they represent the 52 years and the top MMR songs from each of those years thoroughly shuffled for your enjoyment. So they're going to get to it today. And it's uh, it's going to be starting around 10.30 or so. So make sure that you tune in. And uh, Pierre's got the greatest stories about the radio station. Absolutely. And, and it's an honor to be part of a station that is, I mean, there, there's there's no other station like it in the country. Uh-uh. And enjoying the success that we're enjoying, thanks to you yep. for listening. It's been... It's it's been around this long for for a reason, yeah. And uh, and it is the the longest running rock radio station that still plays that still adds current artists to its playlist. Yeah, we're we're the longest lasting one in the entire country. It's pretty That's special, awesome. So we're happy and uh, proud of that. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, in the movie The Goonies, what logo is on the T-shirt that Sloth is wearing when he first meets Chunk? Two one five two six three WMMR. I will go to Chris for the answer. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Hey, I'm actually heading to work right now uh, to the best hospital in the world, Bryn Hospital. Excellent. And a lot of people there are wearing the Superman logo right now. Oh, nice. And so they should. But you know what? Uh, he didn't, uh, Sloth didn't wear that till the end of the movie, Chris. That's oh. a good guess. I appreciate it. But listen, thanks for doing what you guys do. What do you do at the hospital, Chris? Uh, nurse. You're a nurse. Okay. All right. Well, stay safe, bud. We appreciate it, okay? Yeah, thanks, man. Y- yep. Take care. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Whatever. Do you hear yeah, what yeah. I said? Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, blew me yeah, off. Yeah. You stupid. So everybody on hold has a Superman shirt. Uh, that's incorrect. So I'm not going to go to any more calls. The first shirt. That's right? correct. Yes. Uh, when 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 he first meets Chunk, what's on the logo? Huh. And you know what? I didn't look. Do you see the answer here, Case? I do. I don't recall there ever being a costume change. Uh, yeah, at some point. Uh, to in fact, he with the Superman shirt. I think he rips open and and then they see the Superman shirt. And yeah. That's when he goes, Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, we're in trouble now. All right, so do a little research. I'll come back to the calls in a little bit. 215-263-WMMR, and we'll see if you know the answer. Uh, Sophie May, daughter of Felicity Huffman and William H. Macy, has been accepted into Carnegie Mellon University after decidedly traumatic application process. Yay! Uh, as many will call, Huffman served 11 days behind bars after pleading guilty to shelling out $15,000 in a bid to secretly boost her daughter's SAT scores. You know she was like, wait. You were smart enough to get in from the beginning? Exactly. (laughs) What? I thought you were an idiot. Uh, Sophia's sister, Georgia, will be headed to Vassar College as a freshman. What? (laughs) I was was incarcerated. Lloyd. Lloyd. A source tells people Felicity was so... You two idiots. When did you have time to learn? Was so proud and grateful that... (laughs) You really do, Ro? That Sophia had kept her chin up over the last year. It was a painful, challenging time, and she pulled through it with strength and grace. Uh, in a statement Those released coaches. after uh, pleading guilty, Huffman previously said that Sophia knew nothing 
about her scheme. So, yeah, yeah she got him. Uh, Meghan Markle's lawsuit against Associated Newspapers was launched last Friday. We talked about that. And uh, much t- royalty has been spilled. In addition to... It. Uh, getting uh, to getting a look oh. at the text that Meghan and Harry sent to her father Thomas after he was accused of staging the paparazzi shots, blah blah blah. Uh, royal watchers are learning that they opted to hire David Sherborne to represent her. Sherborne represented Harry's late mother, Princess Diana. Uh, Harry has frequently spoken of his fears that Meghan is facing the same sort of treatment by the tabloids as his mother did in the months uh, before her death. Uh, he's also worked with. The Spice Girls, Paul McCartney, Jude Law, Kate Winslet, Elton John, Harry Styles, and many others. So he's like he's their Marty Singer. Are you a royal with legal problems? Call <laughs> any time, day or night. If it's New Year's, call us. We're there. Dial one eight hundred pound English pound law. Yeah, except in Missouri, they can't do it there. Sorry, Missouri. Like <laughs> now, meanwhile, and you're like this, Steve Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, an expert on unwanted attention from members of the media is sharing advice with uh, the royal pair following their move to L.A. Uh, she told Andy Cohen of the rumored Malibu house hunting issue. Said she said, "I mean, unless they own another a different private beach, right? You, right. You can't." She said it all. You can't go to those beaches without being. You can't even surf out far enough. It's really was anyone in the room when she was talking? It's really, <laughs> and I'm reading verbatim. Yeah, it's just really hard to do anything publicly. The blah, time, blah blah. The timing right now, luckily, is everyone is more at home. Huh? Everyone what? is more at home. Uh, but once that's over, just people will be less at home. No, she says just get drivers. So that's oh good. Oh. Well, that's the advice they can use. Lindsay uh, Lowen's yeah. advice. Yeah. When you when you need advice like that, you turn to a lunatic. Mm-hmm. By the way. She just does not look right these days. She, Lindsay? She, yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. She aged herself dramatically yep. with that hard-living lifestyle. Yep. Uh, let me go back to the phone and see if somebody knows right. what uh, uh, T-shirt Sloth was wearing when he first met Chunk. I'm going to go to, uh, let's go to Kyle, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Hey, guys, good morning. Good morning. Kyle, so what logo was he wearing on the shirt? Uh, God Joel's Turkey Bacon. God yeah. Joel's Turkey Bacon. Yeah. Wow. wow. Was that it? No. Oh, no. That's, that would be great, though, for our advertisers. Really close, but thank you, Kyle. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, let me go to Nick, see if he knows. Hey, Nick, how you doing, bud? Hey, what's going on? Hey, what? Um, what's the answer? Uh, an Oakland Raiders shirt? Yes, the uh, Oakland Raiders. Because he played for the Raiders. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Steve. Hang on a second. We'll get your information. Sloth played for the Raiders? Yeah, who was the actor, Steve? Was it Tony Matuzak or something like that? Yeah, Matuzak. John Matuzak? John, Joe, or Tony? It was uh, Tito. Nick, rock that if you would, please. Tito Matuzak. Find out. Reby. But that's what I assumed. Is that yeah, yeah. I knew he was a football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we got a prize for Nick, who got it right, uh, and we are going to set him up with a digital download of Arrow, the eighth and final season. Here is Fall Legends Rise. See how the epic story of Oliver Queen and the Arrowverse concludes in Arrow, the eighth and final season. Available now on digital Blu-ray and DVD. Where'd you find out, Nick? John Matusek. Yeah, John, uh, he, John Daniel Tuz Matusek played for the uh, Oakland and Los Angeles Raiders. There you okay. go. And there you go. Hence the T-shirt. Nice. All right. Uh, let's go back to some other stories here. Uh, the nonprofit founded by Sean Penn is helping manage free drive-through coronavirus testing sites in California. This is wonderful that this is happening. This is stuff that he sort of implemented, I guess, when he's putting things together for Haiti. Yeah, CORE is the group, and yeah. that's in 2010 when the Haiti earthquake happened. you got to say, he walks the walk. He does do that. He is. They're now going to open testing sites in New Orleans, Atlanta, and Detroit. 
uh, in a quote, he said, this is right now an active shooter scenario, the virus is, and its uh, principal focus is on people of color, the elderly, the indigenous, but it doesn't really care who else is in the way. So at 10 sites around California, including L.A., uh, Penn and his core team are distributing free test kits uh, to free up the city's first responders for emergency services. He said all these volunteers are occupying positions that used to be L.A. firefighters on this site. He said uh, the L.A. firefighters have skill sets, very specific, and we all need them out there on the street. We need the para- paramedic corps. God forbid there's a brush fire. Yeah. Yeah, so, so say oh. something like that sparked yeah. up in the middle of all Forget this. Forget it. Uh, Penn didn't just mobilize his team. He often works alongside them, and each night he gets on a Zoom call with the site team leaders to ensure their response is efficient and effective. He said, these are uh, people new in my life who took an idea we had and now lead it. I spend most of the time just thinking, well, if this is the next generation, we might be okay. So he plans to roll out similar testing sites in other states. So he's he's doing, he's he's getting out there. He's That's paying part of the payment, yeah. Uh, all right, Steve. No conscious uncoupling for Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. Uh, Despite pledges to Cavallari's promise on social media that they had come to a loving conclusion after a decade together, their divorce papers and insiders tell a different story. Uh, We touched on this a little bit yesterday. In papers, the 33-year-old Cavallari is accusing her ex-husband of marital misconduct. But what does that mean? The president of West Coast Trial Lawyers, uh, Nima Rani, uh, told Us Weekly inappropriate marital conduct can include, now this could be any of this, all right? So right. Can, can include adultery, dr- uh, adultery, drug or alcohol abuse, abandoning the marriage, or cruel and inhuman treatment, among other possibilities. Uh, it can also include desertion for a year, impotence, or felony conviction. Uh, we will only know what the allegations are, uh, Ronnie said, after lawyers, uh, it's just like Ronnie said, by the yeah. way, uh, after lawyers <laughs> Be my little lawyer. Uh, gather and represent evidence of the inappropriate marital conduct to the judge. So I read an explanation of this. And in Tennessee, you simply can't separate without having a reason. Okay. So you have to provide some sort of reason. There is a legal loophole that prevents what we can do here there. So you have to give some reason. So this was put in there. To validate the split. So okay. it, it's kind of a go-to. It's very common okay. to put this go-to uh, addition to the separation documents now, or the, e- the divorce documents. Now, E.T. reports that the pair are at each other's throats behind the scenes. Because... Yeah, I'm doing this from home today because of social distancing. <laughs> Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Wait. Check one, two. 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 Even this interplanetary this species has technical issues. The hell with For this thing? Christ check, 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 check. All right. Well, whether or not we get the signal from E.T., E.T. reports that the pair are at each other's throats behind the scenes because of their handling of the split. That's how we get divorced on our home planet. Uh, the source revealed uh, Kristen and Jay plan to keep everything... We each get 50% of our partner's throat. Uh, to keep everything amicable, but that's not the case anymore. <laughs> Kristen filing for primary physical custody upset Jay of the kids, obviously. He loves his children more than anything and thinks the couple should be reasonable and split custody. And on top of that, Kristen's made comments about possibly moving back to L.A., which is also a concern of Jay's as home for the families currently in Nashville. That uh, would be a problem. Uh, she is seeking primary custody, and uh, Cutler is seeking joint custody. So any fan of the show, Kathy, I know you've watched a little bit. Uh, I watch it. Uh, 
she has her main store, Uncommon James, is in Nashville. And then there's an Uncommon James in Chicago. There were plans to put an Uncommon James in Dallas. So I don't know what the story is about. She is from California. But... Going back to tell it. Well, and I keep thinking, I, and I don't know how long ago this actually was, but that big giant house that they moved to. like <laughs> Yeah. So when when uh, Brittany Taylor was here, and she's on the show, she's she runs the online um uh, stuff for uh, for the uh, for the company. The episodes that she was talking about had been filmed about five or six months before she was Prior. in here. So I guess this could have this could be half a year ago. Yeah, yeah, it could be. So uh, we'll we'll follow. We'll let you know what's going on. Uh, as graduation ceremonies across the country get curtailed, several celebrities are doing what they can to make the class of 2020 feel special through virtual ceremonies. Uh, there's one that is emerging as the ultimate bold-faced event, though. Facebook and Instagram are hosting a ceremony featuring a commencement with uh, none other than Oprah Winfrey as ah. the commencement speaker. Whitney is being joined by Aquafina, Jennifer Garner, Lil Nas X. Uh, Simone Biles and others who will share words of wisdom with grads. And Miley Cyrus has signed on to perform Casey the Climb. Oh, oh I love this one. I know you do. Um, now, now, by the way, so I, this is great. I think it's great that they're doing this, but this is for everybody, all the Graduating I, I think it's the the, what I read it to be is sort of a blanket okay. thing, but I, I would also still like it's to nice. hope that at some point there's a make good on the actual joy and thrill of going Walking. up to yes, yeah. you can't. Uh, this is nice and it's a wonderful gesture, but you at some point I think no matter how long it takes, that needs to be made good on. So Julie Jerkoff's sister can get right. yeah. oh my a diploma. God. Guys, Jackie Jerkoff. Jackie Jerkoff. <laughs> um, Jackie and Julie Jerkoff. The Jerkoffs are here. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, now you got to find that. Yes, I do. Uh, you know, you were going to say something about graduation or? did I don't really. I, I don't think I cared about the graduation the ceremony. Do, uh, the, parents the parents do. do. Yes, yeah. And that's a big thing. So uh, I was thinking about that same thing, Casey, and I, I look back on that as well. The day was a blur. Yeah. Uh, to to be honest, but it was pretty special. All of us being together, looking at each other, especially the ones that you had been with for years and years and years, and going, looking around and going, "This is this is it." Wow. Yeah. yeah. We're done. We finished. Yeah. Not not only look what we accomplished, but I'm a lot of you. I'm never going to see again. Yeah. You know. So I I, it's, I don't know it, if that settles in at that, but I look back and go, "Wow, that was the last time I saw a lot of people." Yeah. You know. I it it for me it didn't. Settle in. I remember, listen, high school was long because there was a baccalaureate mass first and then the graduation. Uh, and then college, I was hungover, man. You yeah. know, yeah. so like, mm-hmm. I was hungover. I didn't feel too. like I got about yeah. 30 minutes of sleep, you know, um, before the, the graduation. So I'm mad what I wore under my gown. I still remember that. What did you wear? It was a v neck. And so with the gown, it looked like I had nothing on. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Uh, so well, look at this here. <laughs> part part of me is I'm, I'm a little conflicted on it because yeah. part of me didn't care about graduation, <laughs> but another part of me now looks back and goes, "Yeah, you know what? That was pretty special." So we'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Um, so Julie Jerkoff. There she is. Forgive me, Kirkoff. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest <laughs> flubs ever. Julie Jerkoff. Forgive me, Kirkoff. <laughs> Forgive me. 
Uh, so the show, dubbed Graduation 2020, uh, Facebook and Instagram, celebrate the class of 2020, will be live-streamed on May 15th. Clips will be shared. Julie Buttbanger, excuse me, <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Where'd I get Buttbanger? Forgive me. Wait, wait a second. She, she did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Oh, God. Uh, so... <laughs> Butt banger. Smith. Uh, clips will be shared on Sleb's Instagram pages, and the entire ceremony will stream on Facebook Watch and the Facebook app. Uh, her campus, an online magazine dedicated to college women, is also throwing a virtual commencement on May 15th, and that will feature Eva Longoria, uh, Liam Payne, Jesse McCartney, and others. An oral sex party. That too. <laughs> it's, Oprah knows how to graduate. Uh, Kim Kardashian, Ashley Graham, Carly Kloss, Haley Bieber, and Winnie Harlow have all signed on for a virtual runway event. You know, Winnie's my girl. You know why? No. Got the vitiligo. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's and she looks one. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this this will be a, an event benefiting uh, COVID nineteen relief. COVID nineteen. Is he hosting? Uh, he should host. <laughs> Look yes. at all these wonderful looking <laughs> ladies. This one here's got some sort of skin thing going on. <laughs> let me let me blow all over you. I can get get your skin only. <laughs> Uh, so this is taking place, uh, we'll stream, let me see here, but hosted by, uh, dubbed Fashion Unites, by the way, hosted by YouTube's head of fashion and beauty, Derek Blasberg. Oh, they got him. And we'll stream worldwide May 1st, uh, and that'll be 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the founder, Carney Rotfield, helped create the event, which will feature self Filmed models wearing creations from their wardrobe and styled remotely by Rotfeld and her team. So Kim Kardashian is participating in that. YouTube has a director of fashion and beauty? Dude, <laughs> YouTube is big. I yeah. Mean, so, they, you know, they've got all kinds of departments, I would imagine, that, that people ha- are yeah, that, heads. That so. caught me off so. guard, too. Fashion yeah. and beauty for YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Speaking of uh, web stuff, the Webby Awards, the Webbies from home is set for a virtual celebration on May 19th. Spider-Man always wins this. The International Academy of Digital Arts and Sciences says uh, that uh, the nominees, Tuesday they announced, uh, and in the entertainment realm, they include HBO, Saturday Night Live, BBC, Netflix, Star Wars, Hulu, and Comedy Central. Lizzo, Lil Dicky, Ellen, Trevor Noah, Jennifer Garner, many others have also received nominations. Uh, the executive director of the Webby Awards, Claire Graves, says the Internet is our glue right now. It's the most powerful tool for us to support and uplift one another. And it is no surprise that this year's nominees are the companies and people leading the charge. Did you see uh, as pertaining to the uh, next year's Oscars uh, setup? Do you have that story, Preston? It was sort no. of interesting this morning um, reading about this. So they're having to decide because like Universal has released a lot of their movies to on demand so you can like uh, the invisible man you could it was in the theaters at the same time yeah. it was at uh, on, on demand and this has been the model now since the covid-19 stuff has been going on so they have now these ways that they're going to reckon what can be uh, eligible for a best picture nomination so if the movie was made and there was the intent to release it theatrically, okay. that'll be enough. All right, to get it, I guess so. Yeah, because they, they had every intention of yeah. releasing it theatrically, but could yeah. not. 
Yep, so they're going to have to tweak things yeah. a little bit. I could see that. Uh, quick follow-up. Uh, waitress star uh, Nick Cordero, this, uh, we, we had spoken about him, has developed an infection in his lungs that went to his blood. His wife, Amanda Klutz, shared Tuesday. Uh, the Broadway star has been hospitalized since April. Um, battling coronavirus, remember he had his right leg amputated yeah, there's, uh, due to complications. There are blood clot issues that happen with COVID in some people. And uh, so yeah. remember we talked a while ago about doctors just finding out that this is, and I talked to Dr. Dr. Mike about this, that a lot of, of the patients who get uh, the coronavirus have symptoms that are in line with high altitude sickness. Mm-hmm. And so that's, uh, I think that's what happened with him. Uh, he went into a little bit of septic shock, and the cause of that was some infection in his lungs, she uh. said. So they went in and completely cleaned out his lungs. So he's still struggling. One last thing. Uh, Steve, I thought you would like this. HBO is developing a potential TV series based on the Hellraiser movies. Yeah. You Depends know what I, on what they do. Now, in, in reading this, what I did not realize is they made 10 of those movies. Yes, I knew did. that there were follow-ups. I knew that there were sequels, but I did not know they made Ten of them. If you want to talk about the the classic law of diminishing returns, yeah, uh, they created the first Hellraiser, the Clive Barker. Clive Barker himself directed it. Not only wrote the story, uh, he was a horror revolu- uh, revelation when he came out with his stuff at that time. And then there was the second one. Uh, and that was pretty good. And then they just kept getting progressively less and less and less. Uh, listen, as far as monsters are concerned, Pinhead is kind of the coolest looking one. You know what makes a him cool, outfit. cool yeah. too? Because of the Cenobites, that whole race, that whole those those creatures that come from this this other world. Well, I don't remember enough about yeah. the actual first movie. They think they're doing a good thing for you. They oh. think we're going. You're going to experience the ultimate pleasure through ultimate pain. You're going to. This is going to be wonderful for you, and it's not because okay. they seek people out who right. who want to be uh, kind of decadent. Well, there's a puzzle box called yes. the Lament Configuration, and right? that's if how you, you if you open it, summon them. That's how they come. Uh, so, but they're thinking about uh, for this show, Steve. It, it comes after the movies. It's not a, it's not okay. a reboot. It's, it's not an origin story. It's, it's they're a, it's out a, of high school. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, and they're all trying to get yeah. laid. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jelly jerk off. Uh, Forgive Pete. me, Kirk off. <laughs> Right. Pinhead jerk off. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, we have uh, we have clips to play, so let's do it. So the staff of New York's Roslyn School District are at the center of attention when the largest public school embezzlement scandal in American history is uncovered in the film Bad Education. And here, director Corey Finley discusses what drew him to the story. Well, the tone is what drew me to the story. I thought it was a real high-wire act. If it was going to work, I knew the movie had to be very funny and also very serious and very empathetic and very nuanced. Bad Education is now available on HBO and Amazon Prime. And here's the next clip. Uh, The TV miniseries Little Fires Everywhere shows the danger in believing that following the rules can avert disaster. And this clip star Joshua Jackson talks about the refreshing aspect of this show's script. Generally speaking, when I've read scripts over the course of 30 years, it's almost 100% of the time from the man's perspective. Even if there are strong female characters, they're still inside of the viewpoint of a man or several men. So to read a script that was actually from the female perspective was confronting in the good way and kind of a breath of fresh air. Holy no way! (laughs) Odd little accent on him there. It's very pinched. Yeah, yeah, there's something going on there. He was was also in, that was the guy in The Affair. Um, Joshua Jackson? Yeah, I watched um, Little Fires Everywhere. I actually just finished it. It was really good. 
Um, Am yeah, I thinking of somebody else? No, no, no. You're thinking from D- Dawson's Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And also Fringe, which is a really good um, X-Files okay. type show. All right. Uh, well, any, anyway, that's the yes. entertainment report for the day. Um, let's take a break. we got a lot going on today. The Legion of Doom is reuniting on our show live this morning for the first time in forever. Yes. Uh, Eric Lindros is calling our phone. Uh, we can't believe it, honestly. So is uh, John LeClaire <laughs> and Michael Remberg. So we're going to talk to those guys, and they have an all-in challenge uh, thing that's going on, which is really I cool. never thought Eric Lindros oh. would be calling my phone. Oh, we'll relive that later. Uh, anyhow, so uh, they'll be By the way, Joshua, Joshua Jackson is Canadian. He's Canadian. Ah, there you go. That, that says it all. Mm, okay. Uh, and uh, Anthony Edwards, the actor, will be joining us as well. We have two chances to win $500 this morning going live on Fox. Good day. You should stay with us. Yeah. All right. We'll be back in a moment. MMR's Rock Refund. $500 seven times a day. That sounds friggin' awesome. <laughs> Tune in weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword to win 500 bucks. You guys make my day. For those who enter via our mobile app or our website, there's a $10,000 grand prize. I'm sorry, I've been shot. MMR's Rock Refund. I've never won anything. This is incredible. Brought to you by A&T Chevy. Chevy's always cost less in Sellersville. Oh, my God. Thank you. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Kathy and Nick, how long have you guys been broadcasting from home now? How long has it been? Any idea? Mm, Hold on. I can tell you. So, go ahead, Nick. A month, I think. Okay. I just Uh, realized this morning that I miss you guys. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. It took me that long <laughs> to realize. I don't miss you guys at all. Oh, you don't? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, it's been a little bit. I think Nick, did you? Nick probably went home before me, I think. Um, so it's been a little bit less than. By one day. For me. I think it was one day, right, No, Kathy? it was a week. Remember, him and Marissa were home. There was a, there was a I was possible. Still in the studio. Oh. There's a possible exposure. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. turned out to be syphilis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> no, it actually, fortunately, turned out not to be anything. <laughs> right. Uh, the person was just sick. But um, yeah, Fuck. Kathy. I mean, Kathy ended up going to the station for a little bit. Um, Rissa, Nick Murphy, and I worked from home, and then I just have continued to work from home. Okay. All right. Well, we miss you back in Philly. We want you back in Philly. We want you back in Philly. Uh, it is still weird, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got to be I odd. Thought Eric Lindros would be calling my <laughs> phone. We ought to switch it up where we go stay at your houses and then you guys come into the studio and we just use your broadcast equipment for one week or something like that. Well, they had broadcast equipment for you, too. Yes, just in case. I, I would like to know what it's like to just roll out of bed and, and start and start the prep, awesome. you know, before the show. Is it awesome? Is it everything I, mean, I thought it would be? It's awesome. You know, it's. I'm telling, I said this a number of times. It's the whole makeup thing. I love not putting makeup on. I never put on makeup. Mm-hmm. And it still works. You know what? I I tell you, I think I I've learned a long time ago. We talked about this. I need that division. I need this is home and this is work. Yeah, I understand and that. That, that mm-hmm. needs to be the case. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Uh, my junk drawer is full. Got to clean it out. So let me dig in here. Root around in that bitch and mention a variety of uh, stories that uh, we might miss out on otherwise. Okay. This one's interesting. Okay. Um, okay. Microsoft Word is going to start flagging the use of two spaces between sentences as an error. That was always what you were supposed to do. It is so ingrained in me, Steve. It was was just, it was banged into me over time that you have to have two spaces after a period. So wait, now it's going to say that it's an error? It's an error. Like, Like a spelling error. 
So the use of double space is left over from the days of using a typewriter. You can't double space a single single space. (laughs) As they could only use uh, monospaced fonts or characters with equal spaces between them. And the extra space ensured a piece would be easier to read. The new rule is being rolled out slowly across Word, so you may not notice the changes until you update your software. However, if you are passionate about your double space habit, you can instruct Word to ignore the error. I'm just so used to doing it. That's exactly it. I make sure that there are two spaces, and that's. Uh, but I, I, I haven't noticed because uh, I use Grammarly, which is a wonderful uh, writing assistant, occasionally for you. Know, more for the, the the times when you just make a stupid mistake, yeah, uh, and it'll jump on it. But I haven't noticed whether or not it's calling me on the double space because yeah. that's just standard. Yeah. I don't think it hasn't we started yet. I yeah. hope it just autocorrects. Like I just hope it autocorrects and that's it. You know what it I mean? Doesn't, like, doesn't berate you. I well, like it though. I I still like the double space. I do too. I think it makes reading a pleasure. It it, it does. I like it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, and uh, to be honest, I don't really notice when people single space afterwards and. Uh, I, I don't pay attention to this. Oh, see, it, like in an email, I, I can tell. I can, you see can? If it's Yeah, it just kind of all runs together. I guess I'm just so used to seeing that double space and using it that I can see the difference. Well, you know, Kathy, I can tell you what the, what the whole impetus might be for this. When you're writing in a 140 or 240 right. character world mm-hmm. and you're looking to maximize your space in a message, sure. when you drop back on every sentence, that'll buy you a few extra. Sure. So that's part of the deal. Yep. That might be part of the deal. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but they said it's a throwback to the, it's not really that as necessary anymore. All so, right. so they're gonna they're gonna change it, and and uh, you know it's just one of those things that uh, either you can do or not do. What, what did my father fight in World War II for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, was that a waste? Yeah, yeah. Hitler was absolutely anti double space. All right, uh, what else? I Seems that women might be more likely to finish books than men are. A British charity, Audience Agency, recently collected data about people's reading habits and found that men regularly give up on a book before they reach page 50, while women <laughs> usually pass page 100. Uh, the report also shows that physical book sales peaked in 2014 and have been falling steadily since then. My wife is a voracious reader. She loves reading. She loves reading novels, you know, uh, 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 fiction, and just goes through book after book after I, book. I still have to have a book, though. Do I you? You're like not a Kindle have, person? No, you, okay. I like to have the actual Same. book. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm with both of you guys. I, I, I don't do the e-readers. I will do audiobooks, but but uh, yeah. but if I'm going to sit and read text, I need a, a book in my hand. Well, I, I think my get, problem like, is that I end up reading three books or four books at the same time. I, I'll get started on one, and then I'll put that one down, and then I'll oh. pick up two or two other ones, and so I, I get distracted by my own uh, short attention span or whatever. And I'm I'm still currently reading three books, three books right now. There's a nice hybrid, Nick. I get about 200 Kindles, and I put one page of the book on each Kindle, and then I just flip through them. That That's way. what you do. So yeah, I get okay. that experience. Right. So you get a feel like yeah. you're reading tactile. a physical. More, a little more tactile. Uh, by the way, so even though uh, physical book sales peaked in 2014 and have been falling, uh, audiobook sales have climbed. I was jumping 150 percent between 2013 and 2017. I was resolutely against audiobooks, uh, you know, for the longest time, and I'm like, though that's not really reading. And then I'm like, I am missing out on so much because I simply don't have the time, yeah. to read those books. And so I, I just said, no, I'm, I'm going to do it. And then yeah. when I, I dove in, now I'm whole hog in favor of audiobooks. Same thing within the past couple of years, Steve. I felt like I was kind of cheating. And, yeah. And I'm like, this isn't really reading a book. But after I started spending some time with it and filling in those gaps of time, like when I'm in the car or yeah. something like that, 
where I could be I could be getting a cool story and I love right. cool stories and and that's exactly what I've done. So I'm I'm all on board with audiobooks. I love audiobooks at the gym. Okay. It, it just it passes the time. It's huh. like I'm not on the stepper or the treadmill for, you know, that long or it doesn't feel like that long. Do you use earbuds, I guess, Kathy? Yeah. Yeah, see I get I have small ear holes. <laughs> And uh, okay, baby. <laughs> everyone has big ear holes. It's all right. We can put some lube in them. Even when they fall out, Kathy. It's okay, baby. <laughs> so sometimes it falls out. Oh my god, <laughs> Kathy. Yeah. Even even to a lot of guys. Even earbuds that have a smaller, you know, little yeah. little rubber doohickey that you can put on there to make it fit better fall. Out of my ear. Huh. I've done listen, research. Listen, sweetheart, I've been with guys with huge ears, and I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been online to find. I've even searched, you know, uh, earbuds for people with small ears, small <laughs> ear holes, and they don't. So I finally got them some custom made uh, through uh, a place called Future Sonics, and they made in ear monitors. Why aren't you using the 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 the, the bone? Um, uh, the, the, the ones you put on your penis. No, the, the bone... Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Bone, bone induction. Bone induction. They, those, they're great. Those are cool, too, but you hear too much residual sound. All right. Yeah, so okay. if you want to completely have it covered... So, oh! So uh, that's why I, I... And I tried working out with headphones on. Oh, my God. They yeah, get no. sweaty. It's <laughs> disgusting. Wait a second, though. You sweat though. like a monster. I do. Your <laughs> in-ear monitors are wireless? No, they're not. Okay, so hang on. You, you got to hear me and Steve out here because we're the experts yeah. here. There are... There are earbuds, wireless earbuds, that go essentially over the ear, so it, does, it wouldn't even matter that your ear holes are small. Yeah, you know what I mean because it's it's got a little. I would I would heartily recommend the Jabras, like the, the yeah. what the Jabras that Casey yeah. and I use. You would, and then, they, do they go in your ear canal? They do. It How, will work. However, but, these will because they're not they're not using. They the, have different sizes, right? So so even I'll the smallest the ones, ones. Hang on a second. Even the smallest ones that fit in my children's ear holes. Won't fit your tiny ear holes? Probably not. Okay, I just, I'm telling you, I'm a goddamn freak. I'm, I'm a, a goddamn freak. freak. I'm a physical freak. Just look at me. I got itty bitty ear holes. Ladies and gentlemen, line up and see the man with the tiny ear holes. <laughs> it's just by looking at him is not going to give you a. Put uh, your finger in it. A perspective. <laughs> yeah, stick. I try to stick your pinky in there. It won't work. I guarantee. Because the Jabras that we have, Steve, they come with uh, basically three different size. Uh, I know what he's saying. Though. Nubbies. My my wife complains about the same thing as far as uh, the buds keep falling out, and the Jabras work for her. I just, I'll, 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 I'll try. We, we, I've tried. We I, have connections, and they're, they're, they, the company has is, is definitely done a good job. Now, if you sweat, I also happen, I'll use wireless over the ear. You can't work out with those, but when I'm doing stuff around the house, sure. yeah. or you know what? With are you using the Audible books, yeah, they work through your when you're in a room or whatever. They'll come right through the uh, your Alexa. Yeah, I know, but uh, it's it's not that. I'm just talking, I was talking about working out, okay, and yeah. and, right. and wearing a, you know uh, you ear monitors. Wear- I I had well, the ones that, that are Alexa's custom, to your ears that, that are custom made that will fit all the way in there. That's fine, and I I can use those. They're just kind of a anyway. Ear earbuds don't fit my ears. Um, a revelation from broadcaster Preston <laughs> Elliott. It's really morning. annoying. Philadelphia of his super tiny ear holes. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, getting back to books real quick. Women read more books than men, yes. <laughs> yeah, you can. Um, uh, we've talked about this before, and I, I did a little bit of research. But I know you love the audiobooks. You can rent audiobooks for free from your library. And so uh, if you, you know, if it's something that you're not 100% yep, sure but about. But then they have other people's ears all over. <laughs> they do not. All right. 
Uh, let's see what else I can find in uh, the junk drawer. Uh, let's see here. Some of this stuff we've touched on before. Did you see this? this is interesting. A um, a pet dog in North Carolina has tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, stop it. Yeah, but it's... It's nothing to worry about. It's just an interesting story. Yeah, um, and, and a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I need to get rid of my pets. No, no. It's, it, no, 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 no. it's not an issue. Uh, the dog, who's a pug named Winston. Winston. Uh, believes Belongs to a family in Chapel Hill that's taking part in a Duke University study on the virus. He reportedly held, had mild symptoms. Uh, the family's father and mother and son were enrolled in the study, and they all tested positive. Uh, their daughter, Sydney, was negative for the virus, as was another family dog and their cat. Uh, a coronavirus patient uh, patient's dog in Hong Kong was reportedly reported in early March to have tested positive for the virus. What health authorities uh, there said was likely the first case of human-to-animal transmission. Now, if, this, if you started hearing stories popping up all over the place... And then that's something to be concerned about, and it's going it's going from human to animal is what it's doing in this yeah. case. So, uh, and a, a, a wonderful side note to a lot of this, Preston. A lot of the shelters are reporting adoptions are way up because yeah. people are sheltered and they want the companionship, and they they figured right now is the time to bring an animal into the house. So, yep. again, don't don't be terrified. This is you know again as Preston said, you're not seeing. Uh, thousands of cases like this. Right. These are anomalies. Yeah, but I just thought it was interesting yeah. and, and worth mentioning. So, uh, however, you do know the story that you know there's been a couple of tigers and big cats. So, so don't Zoo. don't adopt a tiger. Don't quite yet. go out and get your yeah. tiger just yet. Why don't you record an album about the first time you saw a tiger? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw a tiger. Um, all right, what else I have here? How about? So the time that the school day begins is actually a big deal for kids in high school. Uh, North Carolina State University researchers looked at five high schools that changed their start time from 8.05 a.m. to 7.25 a.m. And they found the move to the earlier time caused a small increase in the number of students who did not advance to the 12th grade on time. So the earlier you start the less conducive it is to learn it. Because they're more tired. I, I totally it's got to it. be. So so let me ask you, with all the homeschooling going on now, uh, if you're a parent, on average, um, like, for example, if, if Rochelle is teaching the kids, I assume this is what's going on while you're here, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what time does the um, at-home school day start? I don't know. Okay. That's a good question, <laughs> but not early. Not, okay. Not crazy early. And. They're they're managing to get their work done pretty quickly because it's focused. It's like okay, right. let's 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 hunker down and get this done right now. We've got jam to make. Yeah, exactly. Jace um, is um, like as soon as he wakes up, like we do it as if he was, um, you know, still going to school. Like he would. Norm- I, I don't wait. You know, we're not waking him. Wake up. No, but when he gets up, it's like, you know, get dressed, have breakfast, and then school. Good, and they, they say that that ritual. I was reading an article uh, Philly dot com. I think it was today about about the the, the best replicate what the school experience is separate rooms separate you know no tv on no you know uh, yeah, yeah. no love no no, no. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh also the time switch caused an increase in both absences and tardiness uh the study author said uh the take home message here is that we need to look at more than just test scores if we want to understand all the ways uh, that early start times can affect high school students. Tardy is such a school word. Tardy. You never hear when, when else do you ever use tardy? Yeah. Like you're, you're late yeah. for a meeting at work. I'm you sorry were, I was tardy. You, yeah. you were tardy. Well, Smithers, you were tardy today. 
God, you remember the tardy bell at school? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have, you'd have oh, the, no! Yeah, you'd have the regular yeah. the regular bell uh, to go to your next class, and then there was a tardy. You didn't have the tardy bell case? No, listen, man. Our, if you our... came in after the tardy bell, then you were you were yeah. officially late. Uh, oh, okay, all right. Yes, we had a tardy bell. I'm it sorry. wasn't separate than the other bell. It was just it rang again. Yeah. You, ran, you, you had the bell that rang when class was over, and then another bell when class began. Yeah. And that the begin, that was your tardy bell. That's the tardy bell. Okay. Yeah, essentially. Was your bell an actual bell sound like a... Yeah, it yeah, was. Okay. It was like a yeah. fire bell. Ours was, and is still, if you went to a Howard, like, it's still, it's a it's a tone. It's like, like a small xylophone? It's, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> no, it's really weird. It's like a... And... You just, you run through the hallway to get away from that noise. <laughs> dropped out um yeah you know my ears hurt uh i think it's more of an electronic tone that you'll hear now so when you guys were late did you get in trouble or were teachers never late okay i was a good student (laughs) i really i was i was always i was never tardy uh yeah they'd rack up you know you you would accrue them and then eventually i never got in trouble for it but after a certain amount of tardies there was some sort of yeah, uh, you know penance, uh, but I don't remember what. It I wasn't was. sure if Catholic school was way more strict with that stuff than than a you know regular public it was school. A cat of nine tails on your naked ass. <laughs> yeah. uh, so anyhow, I, I like the idea of of trying the the different times uh, for the schools, and and now listen, it does impact the families as well because there's a daily routine, and and some people have gotten used to that sure, routine. Sure. But they're they're you know they've done studies of. The year-round school, as opposed to the big summer break, having having uh, more often, you know, week-long breaks, as opposed to the big three months off, and that it, it's shown that it actually works well, better. Also, and 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 days that start later uh, are supposed to be better. It'd be great if they if they rehab the whole thing and maybe see if it works. Well, at the beginning know, of this, this, prod, this survey, you were saying there was there was a little bit of a of difference, right? Yeah, they showed that uh, that it did show a number of students, uh, a small increase in the number of students that, uh, that didn't advance 12th grade. So that could mean anything. But... I, I, I think so. But I think in general, like you always talk, you hear about actors learning on sets and so on and so forth and getting concentrated school where you're, you're yeah. getting that attention because so much of a regular school day is eaten up by stuff that's not actual sitting in the class and learning, mm. you know, getting in, getting settled, getting all that stuff. If you had a more concentrated experience and could wrap it up sooner, yeah, that that might be more productive. I mean, there's also other things you got to look at, like the outside factors. And and so, uh, as an adult, I can look back and go, okay, well, if my grades slipped, what was the, what was the real reason behind it? You know what I mean? Like I, I look at my right. kids and and marijuana. <laughs> well, no, I didn't do that until college. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, it was but, just me. Um, <laughs> like I listen, I swam sophomore through senior year. Wouldn't your joint go out? And, and my, so my um, <laughs> practice was at five a.m. Okay. Yeah, and, and and even not not just the the uh, extracurricular stuff, but I mean, my kids are getting up before the sun. That's I'm a like, lot. I feel it's bad a lot that, yeah. that they have to do that to go to school. You yeah, know? my kids are way busier than I ever was, and I was an active kid. Yeah. I did sports all the time, and it's I'm like, all right, when do my kids ever really, you know, have time to, like, sit down and get their stuff done? Honestly, I, yeah. I hear these oppressive schedules. I I, I'm, that, I would not have been down with that as a kid. Yeah. I'm really I, genuinely interested to see how the, the pandemic affects all of it because, you know, the, the way that teaching has been doing at home has been done at home over the last couple of months, and uh, it, it, there are so many things. Steve, you mentioned 
more than once, you know, home deliveries for alcohol, right? Like yeah. that cat is out of the bag at this point. So yeah. what, what educational cats are out of the bag where people are like, you know what? This works for my kids. I'm going to continue to keep them from home. I keep I, them at home. I agree because, listen, this is a, a painful process by which we're going to arrive at a lot of these conclusions. But there will be conclusions, and uh, I think a lot of stuff will stay. You know what, though? I mean, it, not everybody is like us. Like, we're all working with our kids and making sure they're, that they're doing their work. I have a friend who works uh, in a district that 25% of their kids have logged on to do online work. So uh, that means 75% of them are not doing anything. Wow. wow. Yeah, so that's going to be obviously a, a horrific thing. And honestly, to get the workforce back online you have to have, you know, homeschooling is not going to be an option yeah. for a tremendous yeah. amount of people. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else have we? We have other things to talk about. Uh, how about this one for sports fans? It seems being invested in a team could come with some health issues. The European Society of Cardiology found that when a local professional soccer team lost, it coincided with more heart attacks in male <laughs> residents of the area. <clears throat> wow. Uh, the study author says the findings suggest that the mental and emotional stress of defeat can provoke cardiac events. Fans, particularly men with unhealthy lifestyles, uh, should take up regular exercise and avoid smoking and excessive alcohol consumption. Uh, these steps are key to supporting your favorite team as long as you uh, wish without damaging your own health. I swear there were times we thought my dad was going to have a heart attack. Oh, yeah. Watching uh, <laughs> Kentucky basketball. Yeah. His face would turn beet red. Yeah. He would just start getting gritting when he would talk like this. And we were just like, he's going to die. Well, this is not healthy. This is not a healthy diversion. Yeah. 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 You know what? I have found um, over the last couple of years that basketball gives me way more anxiety than football. Than football. Really? Yes. Because it's more fast paced. It's more fast paced. Yeah. It's more kinetic. The offense and defense can can change on a dime. Like, right. you know. In, in football, there's a play, right? And the play lasts for, I don't know, seven seconds. And then you wait for about 40 seconds. You <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. And then, then there's a play that's, you know, and then, then you wait, wait. But basketball's like boom, 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 yes. boom, boom. Except for the last 20 seconds, which takes about an hour. Yes. Uh, usually yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at a basketball game because they're just, they're, they're stopping play constantly. But, but yeah. I found myself, in, and listen, I don't know if it's the Sixers or if it's just basketball in general, if, if everybody sort of feels right. the same way all across the country and whether it's high school, college, or, or, um, or the pros. But, man, I, I get super duper anxious. So much so that when I'm not at the game... I won't like tune in for the first quarter because I'm like I don't know why I'm getting like all work like the first quarter doesn't mean anything right it, it means nothing in the game of basketball it's kind of, it's like when I watch hockey it's uh, it's a roller coaster because it's you know they they get into the offensive zone all right here we go here we go and add down to the back of it okay that's on this side all right now you got about nice it's just like up 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 down 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 up 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 down 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 it's like that constantly yeah you don't get your pauses right right so but you can you can push yourself. To the brink, if you're if you're too concerned about the uh, the loss or victory. your dad sounds like a perfect example. Oh God, so with that, and he was he was overweight, and, yeah, you know, and and uh, he does have heart issues. So it never it wasn't a widow maker. It never happened, but there were times because we would see his face <laughs> would turn red, man. You, I mean, like well, glowing. I've, I know red. people. You see people yeah. on the, the post to Twitter and social media of people having nearly full blown seizures yeah. after a loss. I have fond memories of my dad freaking out uh, <laughs> at, at, for Eagles games, and I recall, and I don't know why, but like Dave Maggot played for the uh, Giants, and I just remember my dad standing up, grabbing <laughs> his hat, and yelling, "Get the goddamn Maggot!" and then. <laughs> 
whips his hat at the at the at the TV, and I was like, and I don't know, and that was one one moment in time. Get the goddamn maggot! Not a word. Let me ask you: Did you laugh when he did that? Because that could have pushed him way over the edge. But I have done. It's not funny. I have done similar. I had a moment this past season where I not only threw my hat against the wall and the entire family was in the room, uh, uh, but I lost my balance at the same time. Oh. So I, I threw the hat so hard yes. that I like tripped and fell. Luckily, oh, I fell back onto the couch. Oh, I would have paid money to see that. Yeah. Oh, my God. When somebody falls in a, in a fit of anger, it's pretty damn It funny. is awesome. Mm-hmm. It, it really brings the uh, the whole thing down. All right, well, we don't have to worry about this stuff right now, but when seasons return, mm-hmm. all right, then in mind. All right, you may have seen posts where people are sharing a glow up. Yeah. Or when they were having an impressive increase in attractiveness over time. Usually puberty has just been very good to them. But recently, TikTok users uh, were getting real. And in fact, a, a user named Gab's Life 99 said, I physically peaked in high school. Uh, like the hottest I've ever been was when I was 18. I look nothing like that now. So now uh, they're they're challenging users to share their glow downs and show how pretty much how you've fallen apart over the years. What's the origin of the glow up as a... Uh... I don't know. That, that that came out of nowhere and has been humming along now. I guess just somebody who's really worked on their appearance yeah. and maybe were embarrassed. Oh, about that's it. what that is? Yeah. Yeah, it's oh. like ugly duckling type of thing, I guess. You A know, glow up, yeah. And now they're hot. And, okay. And they're, and they're showing off. All right. I, I can see that. I, I think, you know, I, I call that aging well. <laughs> you know, like it's as simple as that. And like it's sometimes. So, uh, so booty. Well, <laughs> oh, that's trash. Sometimes I think women. Uh, because I'm attracted to women, uh, yeah. you know, I'm sure there's men out there that, uh, that age well as well. But like, I, sometimes women hit their prime in, in their later years. I, I tend to I uh, think that. They, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, like I said, the ugly duckling thing. Some people who are awkward and, and odd looking, maybe younger have developed into, you know. Yeah, I agree. Physical Absolutely. Beauty. Yeah. Uh, but other people go the other way. Yeah. And uh, so now they're sharing theirs. You know, this is when I used to be hot, and now I'm just a complete mess. Well, this is a warning to anybody, you know, listening right now that's in their late teens or 20s. Listen, you could do a lot of damage to yourself in your 20s, right? Smoking, drinking, and, you know, all that sort what of stuff. What not? And, and rocking and rolling on. and whatnot. Yeah. Carrying <laughs> on. All that baloney. Yeah. <laughs> we don't stand for baloney. <laughs> he doesn't stand for baloney. But you I can... looked it up, by the way. Yes. What? I looked up uh, Glow Up. Yeah, wait, what's uh, so, the origin, Nick? Yeah, Steve, uh, I know it's one of your favorites. Uh, Chief Keef, he dropped oh. uh, the, the song Got a Glow Up one day. How could uh, I Back forgotten? in 2013. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you got, you'll remember the line. Uh, bitch, you got a glow up one day. Okay. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was from sure. the song. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, so that's what that is. So that's yeah. right. Bitch, you got a glow up one day. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Better like time for every time my dad said that. Yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of baloney. He doesn't stand for baloney. <laughs> but what were you going to say, guys? I, I have, um, I have seen. The, uh, I don't, well, listen, man, man. I, I, man, I, because, yeah. listen, if I grew up in Missouri, I would have no problem saying this right now, but, you know, people I know have, you know, live in this area, so I don't want anybody thinking. Sometimes about people, is he talking about Are you me? trying to say that sometimes people end up looking uh, less attractive over time and sometimes people look better over time? Sometimes people let the years, years of 18 to 23 
um, F them up. F them up for the sure. rest of their lives. No, there's a point to be That's made. Yeah. Doesn't mean you tale. can't reclaim. Yeah. Can't you that you can't work on it, right? right. That's right. And glow up. Right. Uh, it's yeah. never too late to glow up. I, I I let myself go. I got really, really overweight and, and I, I got a handle on it. And now you've glowed up. Yeah. I, I kind of thought I was like, uh, no, I have not glowed up. Um, I need a head transplant for that. <laughs> but um, uh, I, there was a time when I'm like, I, I'm fat. Forget it. Yeah. Just, whatever. Yeah, I, right I, I, I missed it. Uh, I'll never be able to. But then I started working on it. And I'm like, oh. Wait a minute! I can I can bring this back. You around. can do it, and yeah. I did bring it back around. So. Yeah, uh, but anyhow, people are showing their their glow down. I guess uh, you will instead of glow <laughs> up. So, yeah. all right. Listen, that's all I have for now. I have other things oh. in the junk drawer, like a lot of things. We got to get to them, and we do. Yeah, but we gotta we gotta take a break because we got a couple things we need to stay on time for. Uh, we're going live on Fox Good Day, so we'll check in with uh, Mike and Alex. Uh, but we also have $500 to give away on MMR's Rock Refund. We do not want you to miss that opportunity. Bizarre file stories are coming up and some more goodies. Don't forget the Legion of Doom reuniting on our show this morning around 9 o'clock. Aaron Lindros, Sean LeClaire, Eric Lindros, John LeClaire, Michael Renberg joining us. Anthony Edwards, the Adford, will be on the program and some other surprises. Stay with us. Back in the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We got about 30 seconds before we're going to go live on Fox Good Day. So, Kathy, we will put the traffic on hold for just a moment. Reminding you that today is MMR's 52nd birthday. Yay! Uh, Pierre Robert and Pancake have a special program uh, planned for today, highlighting uh, the 52 years and playing some songs throughout every year of MMR's existence. And they're doing it in the uh, form of a shuffle. And they're actually using a giant... Uh, deck of cards. And, I love this, and it's going to be very random, but it should be pretty cool. So. Offices are closed. Oh, here we go. Uh, of course, because of the uh, pandemic, day. but people are taking well situations into their own hands, into their own mouths. You remember that scene from Castaway where the you know Tom Hanks character had to take out his own tooth, knock his tooth out yes. with the with a skate, you know, ice skating skate, and hit it oh. with a rock. Oh, oh, mm. well, get. Get this. People are taking their own teeth out because they can't get an appointment with the dentist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you talking about yeah, us? Yeah, yes. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We, we came in the middle of that conversation. Sorry about that, Mike. Uh, yes. Uh, and in fact, <laughs> I just got a, I got a call, uh, call from my dentist's office uh, yesterday. My, I've, I've, my appointment has been uh, postponed three times already, and now they're not even going to schedule until mid-August. Uh, so I've got. If, if I were having a real oh. problem, I might have to do something like that. I actually did pull out one of my own teeth with Ooh. a pair of pliers one time. Wow! What? Uh, Why? Yeah, it was. It was, it was on my. Purpose? Yeah, it was on purpose. It was. I did it in shop class in junior <laughs> high. It was my last baby tooth. It was a molar way in the back, and it was only just the slightest bit 
uh, loose, and I'm like, I want to get rid of this. I'm tired of having baby teeth. This is me, an idiot in eighth grade. So I was in shop class, and I took a pair of pliers from the, the tool case, and I, I stood over that, that big shop Oh, sink, my God. And I just... I pulled it straight down like that and yanked it right out with a pair of pliers. Oh, my God, it hurt so bad, Mike. It was ridiculous. I can't believe that. I actually did my own uh, colonoscopy with a zester, and that was... uh, Interesting. That was pretty wild. That's pretty grating. I know. I don't know why I chose that. Yeah, but not the way I did my vasectomy. Mm. Oh, Oh my God. Tough. Zacto knife. Difficult times. Go for difficult measures. Yeah. Yeah. But you may want to be careful doing your own dentistry. Kathy, could you do that? Oh, my God. Pull my own tooth out or your vasectomy? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be opposed to that. uh, (laughs) No, that's not something I could ever do. Oh, Oh, Kathy is... I'm not good with pain. Yeah, she's needle phobic, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Oh, me too. Yeah. Uh, I I pass out when I get blood. Mm -mm. Well, Well, I guess we'll have to hope for the best, (laughs) because... I don't know. I don't. I, was there a lot of blood, Preston? Or like, did you have to go to the nurse's office? I didn't go to the nurse's nurse's office. There, there was a decent amount of blood, absolutely, and I remember that. And and like an idiot, oh. for some reason, I always wanted to remember that pair of pliers. So I took some masking tape and I put it around the handle and hung it back up in the. Uh, it's it's a point of pride. You, actually, Preston's father is like like a like a backwoods sort of a surgeon. He, right, you've told stories. Well, he, he, you know, like I remember, I I got stitches a few times when I was a kid, and my dad would, I'm not, we're not going back to the doctor to get those taken out. It's going to cost blah blah blah. And he would just take a pair of clippers, oh. like like nail clippers, have mm-hmm. a squirrel bite them out, and take oh. my stitches out. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, all now the- I do want to know my. My my parents recently revealed that they've kept all my teeth and they have it like at their so home what are you using? in the garage. Now, is that a normal thing? Yeah, I know, right? Yes. <laughs> well, my baby teeth. Oh, okay. Is that a normal thing? Yeah, we've we've kept teeth. Yeah, I don't know what we're ever going to do with them. I, it's, Make it's a, a necklace. Little, I don't it's know. a little ghoulish, right? You look like some some bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I got these in Nam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty weird. <laughs> Yeah, especially now because it's like, what do we? We just look at them from time to they, time. They don't, don't let you. They don't let you keep like they used to. If you had like a like a tonsillectomy or something, they used to let you keep it in a. They don't let you do that anymore. It's considered medical biohazard. Right? My mom kept her toes. She oh. had uh, she had her pinky toes removed. She had hammer toes. <laughs> and listen to this, you guys. You'd really opened up the door here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she she kept them in a small jar of formaldehyde. In the glove compartment of the car. In case you got pulled over. My parents <gasps> sold the car and left the toes in <laughs> by accident. Oh they should have called a tow truck. <laughs> hey, tow truck. Hey, zinger. <laughs> well, this has been a big moment for me. Uh, we've learned so much about Preston's so family. Yeah. Oh it's really wild. Ooh. Yeah, he was raised by hillbillies. <laughs> totally, man. <laughs> totally. Kept yeah. your toes. Oh, uh, we'll see you next week. I think. Right. Okay. Bye bye. All right. Yeah. See you later. All right. Uh, bye, guys. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. Well, there's a delay. Here's what you're dealing with. Yeah. You have Alex is um, off site. Yeah. Kathy's off site, but we're a little more spontaneous when we're interacting with uh, with Nick and uh, Kathy. But uh, it, I think it does cause a slight shift. 
Yes, it did. And they were, uh, we, we were told they were going to mention our uh, frontline hero signs. I know. We have signs. Mr. Mercer came in here with our signs. I was going to hold them up on the camera, but I guess mm. I think they got distracted. But uh, oh, yes, we, toes. we do have those signs, by the way. And uh, if you uh, know a frontline hero who you would like to nominate for us to come by, uh, we're getting to as many as we can. We'll, we'll never be able to get to all of them, but we might get to yours. May I May I do something pertaining to that, Preston? Um if you have a nanosecond. Uh, we do, and then we have to do, it's 801. We got oh, to do that. Oh, do, do that first. Let's do this, after. and then we'll yeah. do your thing. But anyhow, go to PrestonSteve.com for information on the Frontline Hero signs. Here we go. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. So the word is fortune. F-O-R-T-U-N-E. Fortune. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, and there are three ways to do that. You can do it through the text uh, to our special contest short code number, which is 45. 45- 911, or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. So, word fortune. One random entry wins $500 in our company wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored by AT Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. Good luck to you. Steve, what did you want to mention? Well, I dropped off uh, one of our signs at a gentleman's house uh, yesterday. His name is Ted, and he is a uh, frontline uh, worker, and he just asked that I do a... Uh, can we do a Tom Jones sh- uh, shard out? Oh, yeah. Case? Yeah, um, yeah. And this would be for... Uh, let me... Why don't I get this straight? So the guys at Ivy Hill Cemetery Crematory says, you know, sadly, those guys have been working yeah. extra hard since the pandemic kicked off. And uh, they are always listening to us, and it is uh, from Ted. So if we can do the full blown yeah! shout out. Uh, we have to take a look at, we skipped the traffic, so let's do that now. NJM Insurance Group traffic. Kathy, what do we have going on? 422 eastbound jams from Armenhammer Boulevard to Sanatoga. There's an accident there westbound uh, on 76 between 95 and Broad Street. We've got long-term construction there. Martin Luther King Drive between the Ben Franklin Parkway and Falls Bridge closed for recreational activities. Walnut Street between 13th and Broad Street, that's closed as well. The treatment site at the Holiday Inn Express uh, is right out there. And then on Route 100 out in Exton, northbound at the 30 bypass, right lane construction. Uh, southbound between uh, Lincoln Highway and the 30 bypass. We've got right lane. on That's on the southbound side. And then on the New Jersey Turnpike northbound at the PA Turnpike, the right lane is blocked with a disabled vehicle in Delaware, 295 southbound at 95. The left lane closed until 330. That's construction as well. This traffic report brought to you by Compassion International. You can change the world for a child in extreme poverty through Compassion International. Just text CHILD to 833-93 to find out how. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre Final. All right, our B-File this morning is brought to you by Stateside Vodka. They're delivering right to your home in Philly and the PA suburbs. Plus now, uh, they have curbside pickup for vodka and hand sanitizer. So no need to wait at the liquor store. Visit statesidevodka.com for details. A Paraguay mother miraculously sprang back to life in a body bag after being pronounced dead by doctors earlier that day. Jesus. Gladys Rodriguez de Duarte, who suffers from ovarian cancer, uh, had been admitted to a clinic on Saturday morning after experiencing a severe spike in blood pressure. A mere two hours later, uh, her treating physician, Dr. Herberto Vera, mistakenly declared the 46-year-old woman 
dead of cervical cancer and handed a death certificate to her husband and daughter. Undertakers transported what they presumed to be her body to a funeral home, whereupon they noticed the body moving inside the body bag. I'm a miracle worker. Uh, the resurrected patient was rushed to intensive care where she is currently in delicate but stable condition. Oh, my God. Could you imagine waking up in a body bag? No. Needless to say, Duarte's premature death declaration didn't sit well with her enraged family. Her husband, Max- Maximino, has uh, reportedly filed a complaint against the doctor claiming that medics purposely uh, announced her passing because they no longer wanted to treat her. I would like to complain about that. <laughs> he assumed she was dead and handed her naked to me like an animal with her death certificate, he said. Whoa. Uh, he claimed that they disconnected her and passed her off to the funeral home without even trying to revive her. However, doctors deny any foul play. Uh, fellow physician said he uh, physician said he tried to revive her, but it was unsuccessful. Um, and speculated that the patient may have suffered from what's called catalepsy, a condition characterized by muscle rigidity and complete lack of response to outside stimuli. So, uh, you know what? Touching on this, I got God bless him. I said thank you for the effort. I appreciate it. Somebody sent me bizarre file story. Right. And it's like this is a really tragic story, and I clicked on it, and the headline was. Um, Oh, man, what was it? It was like hospital worker cremated while actually napping, on uh, accidentally cremated while taking a no. nap. God almighty. I know. I I, I looked into it. and I'm, Was it fake or was oh, it? Oh, God, yes, it was yeah, fake. Yeah. It's it, it was in Scranton. Okay. I'm like, I think we would have heard. I looked at the timeline was like last week. I'm like, we would have heard about that by now. You always have and to I, check. And I pulled up the story, and it was the same story in like 10 different cities. And I'm like, okay. That's a heavy sleeper. Yeah, that's a heavy sleeper. Mistakenly, a napping worker mistakenly incinerated. So, no. Oh, hot. I appreciate you sending that my way, but take a look, a real quick look to see if it's legit or not. Uh, some people will do anything for free food. Wendy's recently announced it was giving away free chicken nuggets on Friday, this past Friday, uh, to help communities during the coronavirus pandemic. And one man in Oregon heard about the promotion, decided to make the most of it. He participating restaurants. We're giving out orders of four-piece chicken nuggets to anyone who visited the drive-thru. A Twitter user going by Squeezy Jibs. <laughs> Squeezy Jibs. Decided to drive to 11 different Wendy's locations in the greater Portland and Vancouver area to get as many free chicken nuggets as possible. He shared a picture of himself with all these nuggets on Twitter. So 44? Writing, yeah. He writes, uh, times is tough. So when I heard Wendy's was giving out free four-piece chicken nuggets today, I knew I had to hustle. I hit every damn Wendy's twice within 17 miles across two states. It took five hours, but now we eaten free for a week. <laughs> so that's according to Squeezy Jib. So it wasn't 44. It was 88 if he hit both twice. Maybe. Right? Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> hey, this is pretty wild. A Russian attack plane suffered a negligent discharge. You know, it happens to everybody, right? Absolutely, man. Sometimes Um, you just go for it. uh, Sending a rocket flying into a local home, killing four people and wounding two. Now, I should have checked to see if this is legit or not. I'm assuming it is. The SU-25 Grotch uh, was parked on the tarmac when the unguided rocket suddenly launched from its pod, sending the munitions soaring through a fuel tanker past a French C-130 and making a hard right turn. Uh, The April 17 incident was caught on security footage, and the incident is under investigation. According to the aviationist, the French Air Force C-130H was from the uh, Escadron de Transport. Uh, the Soviet area equivalent of the A-10 Thunderbolt II, the Su-25, is a vulnerable platform with extensive combat experience. So, Wow. Check into that. 
A man was arrested over the weekend after he reportedly entered the wrong home. I love this. Entered the wrong home wearing a gorilla costume (laughs) and scared a six-year-old girl. Uh, Police responded Sunday to a residence where they said a resident had confronted a man in their backyard after realizing he was just inside their home. Police said the man who was wearing a gorilla costume took off running but was located by officers nearby. Officers arrested the sus- uh, arrested the suspect, identified as Richard Music, a 31-year-old man. And according to police, the investigation revealed that Music thought he was at someone else's house and was looking for a different individual. I, I can believe that. But he was booked in a county jail on a charge of aggravated burglary. I don't know why. Oh, well, maybe there's more to the story. I don't yeah. know, but he said he was there to... Uh, Just a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> One last story. Yeah. Uh, people for the ethical treatment of animals say that they will be putting up a billboard in remembrance of thousands of chickens who died in a barn fire last week and to shame meat eaters. Uh, the fire happened early Thursday afternoon at a large chicken barn. This will forever be remembered as our Normandy. <laughs> a thick plume of smoke filled the sky above the barn during the fire. It's unclear exactly how much damage was done in the fire, but... It took the help of several agencies from around the area to put out the flames. On Monday, PETA and Gene Simmons announced their plan uh, to put up a billboard in the area that places the blame of the fire on people who haven't gone vegan. Uh, According to PETA, the billboard will have a lettering uh, that says, In memory of the chickens killed nearby in a fire, if everyone were vegan, it wouldn't have happened. Uh, to be clear, the billboard is a statement. Each of these chickens will be buried in small nugget boxes <laughs> with tiny gravestones. So we remember you will not pass without being remembered. Uh, to be clear, the billboard is a statement in line with uh, PETA's advocacy for animals and not the official cause. Each as... chicken's family will select which sauce they're buried with. Oh. <laughs> what are the... Do they have, are there's mustard and barbecue. Okay, all right. <laughs> With the usual stuff. Oh, sweet and other, sour? Yeah. Or, okay, all right. Um, it's like a thousand goddamn chicks. Yeah, that's right. They each get a gravestone? Little tiny gravestones. Yeah, uh, <laughs> to be clear, the billboard isn't a statement in line with the PETA's advocacy for animals, or it is, and not the cause, as found by investigators. No determination of the cause of the fire has been released by authorities at this point. And that's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we got a lot to get to still. So we're going to take a break. Come back in a second. In uh, around nine ish, uh, we're going to have the Legion of Dune. Yeah. Uh, reunited here on the President and Steve show. Uh, actor Anthony Edwards as well. MMR's Rock Refund. Uh, by the way, the word is fortune. All right, F O R T U N E. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to get that over to us. Good luck to you. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. When a reporter finishes a story, what questions did you wish they'd asked? What's one unexpected detail they didn't have time to explore? Why is it even happening? Get to the why behind issues that matter in your community. The why from WHYY uncovers interesting parts of the story you haven't heard about yet. The impact of those stories on your life and your neighborhood. There's more to every story if you take the time to tell it. Subscribe to The Why wherever you get your podcasts. Don't settle for part of the story. Stevens' new I Love You Rose is putting a little love in everyone's day. A portion of all Gold Rose sales will support local restaurants and healthcare workers. I hate Stevensinger.com. 
Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We got to get a look at traffic. Let's do it. NGM Insurance Group Traffic. Kathy, what's up this morning? Excuse me one second. Stop it! Okay. Cat or Neither- child? A uh, cat. No, okay. I wouldn't talk to Jesus. All right, gotcha. <laughs> New Jersey's turnpike. Stop it! <laughs> I'm going to put you back in your hole. New Jersey Turnpike uh, between the Connector Bridge and the Delaware River Toll Plaza. We've got right lane construction there. Route 100 northbound at the 30 bypass. Right lane construction southbound between Lincoln Highway and the 30 bypass. Uh, right lane closed there as well with this construction. Uh, no problems crossing any of the area bridges. However, construction on the Commodore Barry Bridge eastbound at the Toll Plaza. Ben Franklin Bridge westbound between the Toll Plaza and 8th and Vine. They've got the right lane closed. All of this uh, construction spots. And Mass Transit uh, on time running on that Saturday schedule for buses, trolleys, and subways and the regional rail lines on the Lifeline service schedule running every two hours. This traffic report brought to you by Acme. The Monopoly Collect and Win game at Acme features three different ways to win $1 million. Shop and play today. No purchase necessary. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Kathy, yesterday, so one of my dogs was uh, saw something outside. I don't know what. Just kept barking for no reason. And so I'm trying to get prep work done. I'm sitting yeah. there with my head down, eyes on my paper, and I just every now and then you just hear me go, Shut up. Yeah. Okay. So I do that like three times. And then then I hear Rochelle in the next room talking. I realize she's on a Zoom conference oh my God, with the Mother's <laughs> Wish charity people. Oh my God. And they probably heard yeah. me in the other room just going, Shut up. What is this? One of your dumb charities? <laughs> A mother's wish? I wish you'd shut up. Oh my God. <laughs> and they stop for a little bit when you oh, do yeah. that, but then yeah. they'll be back and like give them like three, four sure. minutes. Exactly. I was yelling at a defenseless animal. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Please. Yeah. You understand, yeah. right? All right. Uh, listen, uh, we have a guest on the line. Uh, is a longtime supporter of the uh, the President Steve Show, and by supporter I mean um, an advertiser, which we can't do it without our advertisers. And has uh, been on all through this. I think he's calling in with something specific. So uh, we've never, I don't think, talked to him on the show before. No, but you may have seen him on some of their TV commercials from uh, Window Nation. Uh, please welcome our friend. He's the CEO and co-founder of Window Nation. This is Harley Magnum. Hey. Good morning, Harley. Good morning and happy 52nd birthday. Hey, yeah. thank you, man. Appreciate it. Not and to necessarily you, but to the station. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I we're... only wish it was. Yeah. <laughs> nah, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate uh, your business and uh, supporting our show uh, for the past several years. And uh, and and, but uh, you called in this morning to to check in about something, right? Yeah, I called in to check in. I heard you guys were uh, putting some signs out in people's yards. Yes. On the first responders. And, you know, I definitely, you know, was excited to hear something like that. They're very important. And I wanted to help support the cause by donating money to purchase, you know, 200 more signs. All right. That's very cool. That's very cool. Because we, I think we just ran out. So, uh, yes, that, that, yeah. So with that, that is awesome. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, the pictures that have been posted and um, the reaction. We haven't had really a lot of chance to talk about it, uh, Harley, but the, the reaction has been overwhelming people have been so thrilled and it's it's uh, when you talk about you know uh, uh, the acknowledgement is so out of whack to what these people are doing but it's something and it means a lot so that's very cool that you're doing this absolutely i mean if you guys are willing to put the signs out i'm willing to get them made that's very awesome. cool yeah we can't we, we definitely need it we have run out of them <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah this is this is right on time uh, but you, you guys, listen. You, you've continued to uh, uh, to do your uh, purchase your ads here on the President Steve Show. A lot of people, uh, businesses, weren't able to do that, and we totally understand that. 
uh, because times are, are tight, but also our company uh, needs to continue to thrive as well, and we need advertisers like you in order to do that, so we do appreciate your business. Uh, and you guys are, are still, you've been doing, I know, uh, virtual estimates and things like that, correct? Yeah, so, you know, our goal as well is to keep our, our people busy, and we're very fortunate to have some amazing group of, of uh, men and women working for us at Window Nation. So we created this whole virtual online sales presentation, and basically in the time it takes to watch the news, you can get an exact price down to the penny uh, for the cost of windows. Same consultants that would normally come out to your home are actually doing it virtually. But we are excited to announce um, starting May 1st, we're considering a central business, and we're going to be back up and doing everything from in-home estimates to, to installation. So we're really excited about that as well. So you obviously have a, like a protocol in, in mind about how you're going to go about doing this, and you know, for everyone's sensibilities right now. But you guys, honestly, when you came in prior to all of this and came into our house, I always, we talk about it. And we're, we're honestly both, Preston and I are, are uh, you know, customers. I mean, we've used you guys and, and uh, we're, you know, we're, uh, we're honestly relaying our experiences the efficiency with which everything got done and the turnaround was amazing. So as as far as being as quick and antiseptic as you can be, I think you guys uh, are nailing it. And again, a lot of people are at home, you know, sadly, as this is going on. So you can get at least a little bit of a jump on stuff you want to have done for your house anyway. And it, you know, and honestly, the end result is those workers stay employed and uh, there, there's a chain of events that, that occur with this, so uh, yeah, it's it's something that people go. Oh, is that something I consider now? Yeah, consider it. Do it. Get it done. Get it set up, and you can have these windows. And 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 you know, we're we're certainly big proponents of what you do. Yep. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. You guys are great. Um, of the support, I appreciate that. You know, choosing window nation, and also what we're doing to help people out right now is we're offering no payments. We'll defer your payments on your new windows for two entire years and you don't have to put a nickel down. So I know a lot of people are walking around their house. They're, they're, they're trying to open their windows. Maybe they don't open. Maybe they're hard to open. Maybe they just want to get a few done. You know, I know things are tough right now. I get it. You know, I'm certainly there with everybody else, but that's why we're offering to defer people's payments for two entire years. Wow. You don't have to put a nickel down. And we're, uh, we're literally um, taking up to 50% off all style windows. It doesn't matter if you want one window, 20 windows. We're here to help. If, if you're ready, if you're not, we're no no problem. We're here to provide you with an exact quote on what it costs for Windows and give it two months to decide. Wow. Excellent. So not to put the pressure on, we need those signs, Harleys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No problem. So, hey. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, as, as, as that's, it's very, honestly, it's very cool that you, uh, that you, uh, uh, are, are doing this, and uh, yeah, if we can get that turnaround, that'd be awesome, and get them out. So we appreciate the call. Yeah, thanks so much, Harley. No problem. We, we do appreciate it, man. Always happy to help. I know we helped up the blood drive as well, but yep. we'll, we'll get these done, get these made, and get these rolling ASAP. Excellent. Thank you so much, Harley. Yeah. 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 Love CEO, it. Love co-founder it. of Window Nation. Take care. Stay safe, my man. That's right. They always help out at the um, they do with the uh, glasses. The blood drive. They, yeah. they offer these pint glasses that everybody gets uh, for coming out for the blood drive, which is uh, pretty awesome. So, yeah. Thanks, man. We appreciate that. Kathy, by the way, somebody had texted in. I found this kind of interesting. He says, is it wrong that Kathy Young and her cat was kind of hot? <laughs> <laughs> which, Trying to yell at you like that? Which made me think, you know, Kathy would actually be a really good dominatrix. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, well, that's what it made you think? Yeah. Well, well they said it's hot. And, and, uh, you, when you yell, when you get, you know how much it, it cracks me up. I find it so funny when you, when you start. When it's honestly. When she's really yeah, yelling. Born of anger. But it's, it's, 
it's pretty harsh, and you could be you could be a you could be a dom. We no had question. we had a, a former President Steve girl, a Samantha Kathy. You remember yeah, this? I oh remember. yeah. Part of yeah. her side thing was yeah. She would go with guys, and she'd have like a like a like a like a bodyguard or somebody who was there just to be with her. Yeah. But the the guys were were all like fairly wealthy. Would take her shopping, and she would demean them. Yeah, she would humiliate. Yeah, she would humiliate, humiliation. Them. Yes, yeah. I think Cassie would be better at that than actually delivering yeah, I mean, physical listen, pain. She right. right. Yeah. Great humiliation <laughs> cuck. <laughs> totally. Yeah. 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 For the <laughs> humiliation cuck in your life. You're if anyone wants yeah. to take me shopping, <laughs> and I'll humiliate you in public. That's I mean, I'm all for it. But we, <laughs> we never got to talk to her. But but I mean about it because we were going to have her on. But, it, but she would get like she'd get dressed up and, yeah. and do the deal, and that was it. In fact, Kathy, you may have been born to do that. This, <laughs> I mean, this, this is might so, be my new job. This is right up your alley. Oh, just telling someone you're an embarrassment. Why are you even with me? <laughs> now, buy, buy me this. this. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh my god. Hey, uh, a follow up to something we talked about. I think it was yesterday, Kathy. You having the news that. Uh, there was a date for golf courses that are going to uh, start opening Friday. up. Friday. Uh, was that a... Okay. Uh, so Friday, golf courses are opening. Yes, I, and I live in a golf course community, and um, I saw yesterday the maintenance people were working big time. They had put the... Uh, in the tee boxes, they put the markers back out, yeah. so, so they're getting ready for it to happen. No coffee boxes? No coffee boxes. But I did get a list, and I need to use my phone here uh, because my wife took a snap, uh, a, uh, um, a screenshot of it, but they we were curious as to how golf courses are going to be operating. Yes. Once this gets underway and what the rules might be, because it's not just going to be, all right, business as usual, go out and play golf the way you normally did. Uh, so we were curious about that. And I have a list of uh, Letter Rock Golf Club's uh, rules. I want to hear it. And, you know, uh, to me, this is, again, these things that are going to start to telegraph that that there's some normalcy coming back. Golf is an outdoor game. And it's I think it, it, this is good news. I don't even play. And it's good news to me. Yeah. So here's here's what they have written. And it'll it'll vary from club to club, I would imagine. But uh, it says uh, single cart per player. Oh, Yay. it's so fun when you get to drive your own cart and you're by yourself. Uh, it says, please let us know how many players will be in your group when reserving a tee time, um, which makes me curious as to whether they'll limit the number. Maybe it'll be tops of threes. But I, I don't know. So it doesn't how many, say that here. How many carts you say in your neighborhood? A lot of people have their, their own golf carts. How yes. many carts do you think the club itself has? Wow. To accommodate. Uh, sometimes there's there are uh, outings that, that have over 100 people. Okay. All right. Let's do a little bit of math, Preston. How many people are on a hole at a time, do you think? Four. I, and, well, a foursome, but there might be somebody on the golf green and somebody on... Usually eight. Okay, so eight. So, yeah. all right. The yeah, you got, you got a group on the green. You have a group. And uh, sometimes, though, there will be 12 if it's a par five. So, and depending on how busy it is, but... Um, okay, I would guess they have at least forty carts or something okay. like yeah. that. You know, so if you if you run it and 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 you know space things out properly, that's not that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, they might stretch out the tea times because of that. Uh, it says here the doors in the clubhouse will be left open. The restrooms will be closed due to safety concerns. So you just crap out on the field. I get, well, you know, yeah, it's not yeah. that odd on a golf course, okay. to be honest. What about locker wait, rooms? So, hold on, wait. So really, you would they're just telling you to pee outside, dude, Kathy. I, I know Casey. that it happens, but yeah. they do have bathrooms throughout the course for, for and people also, to use. Women are on the course; they aren't going to want to pee outside all the hey, time. Hey, you want to play golf? Got to learn to squat outside. 
Uh, no, like I, they did, like they did in Jesus's time. Yeah, I I don't know, but you, you remember how? That's on, interesting. Because yeah, it's, it's, you remember golf the, isn't a short game. No, no, you're out there for four hours minimum. Um, but uh, you remember the the um uh, the rest stops? They were closing the uh uh the uh, that was a big golf. <laughs> that was a big golf, Steve. The, the the restrooms they were they were shutting those down so yeah. I, I you know I guess it's what they're doing I was a little confused by that yeah. quick question but. They, yeah you would assume that probably will get relaxed as well because you if you if you're taking the precautions and you're I mean they're not like in those clubs they're not like it's not one off it's like two people jammed into a bathroom they're a little bit more spacious right it's a locker room well not I this mean, this isn't a private club oh, it's, a, it's a public club so right. it's Every, just a it's just a bathroom and right. they're all everyone's different as well yep. by the mm-hmm. way if I think if you maxed out and you had as many people on the course as possible, and that would be two foursomes on on each hole at a time. That would be roughly seventy two carts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So th- maybe they have more than maybe they have more than fifty carts. I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. Merchandise will be offered for those at check in through a window. No cash sales. All credit cards. Okay. Please do not touch the flag sticks. Uh, please bring your own non alcoholic beverages and snacks, as the food and beverage department will be closed. Uh, all water coolers have been removed from the course. So how do you take the flags out of the holes? You don't. You, don't. you just leave it in. Really? Uh, okay. In fact, they made a rule last year uh, that you no longer have to remove the flag stick. Oh. It, it used to be if you left the flag stick in and you put it in, it, it, it took a stroke uh, penalty. Uh, but they, they got rid of that rule to speed up play. So you can leave Preston it in if you want to. Anything on there about having to wear masks? Yes, uh, that's the last rule. Uh, so uh, the the water's been removed. Guests will be asked to place their range basket in a bin for cleaning after use, and a mask is required at check-in, Nick. So once you get out on the course, I don't think you're required to wear it. You can get a, a sexier half mask. Yeah. Uh, so that's how, that's how this golf course is going to play it out. Now, everybody might be doing it a little bit differently. Uh, but, um, yeah, okay, so that's how they're going to do it. They're going to keep some rules in place. Marissa? My boyfriend and his friends, who he normally golfs with, spent hours yesterday trying to find one golf course. They finally found one tee time on, like, Saturday afternoon for a course they've never even played before because these oh, they're all full. are filling up. Sure, yeah. you would imagine. Oh, yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. Let, let, that, let everything start to, yeah. And that, obviously, as that brings more people back to work, and then as they start to relax things in, in the various, I don't know, so this is a public course you're talking about here, Preston, yep. but the, 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 the more the, the, the country clubs or whatever the hell with the people that work in the food areas, and the, I'm, I'm not a big country club guy, as you can tell, because I don't know the yeah. the vernacular, but yeah, the more jobs, the merrier, please. The, um, and Preston's right, the, I, I, I drive down uh, Paxton Hollow Road from time to time, and uh, hole number 11 is there, the, whole, the entire fairway, and it is so... So pristine. It, the, the courses look beautiful right Gorgeous. now. Gorgeous. Anytime I drive by, I'm looking at I'm like, oh. Well, I can't play anywhere. My shoulder's bad. But They're um, massive investments for these places. It's their business. They have to maintain. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the grounds have to be maintained regardless and have been. So that you made that point the other day. Yeah, I'm sure the no, and, and they haven't been torn up with people playing. Yeah, the superintendents and the maintenance people, I'm sure, have still been working. I've seen them working out there. So, uh, But anyhow, that's how they're uh, they're planning on doing it. So uh, wow. have at it, golfers. It's going to be busy on the courses this weekend. What's yeah. the weather like again for the weekend? Uh, beautiful. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's looking uh, Saturday. Now, rain on Friday, but people are going to play anyway. It does not matter. Uh, what are you doing? I was, he just wants to fly. I was um, trying to not say anything on the oh, air okay. if you wanted to go talk about something after we get done talking about golf. The Blue Angels flew over in Philadelphia yesterday. Okay. Casey had his arms stretched out wide and was moving back and forth I'm like a this. bird! <laughs> and I'm like... 
That's a pretty big gesture. I believe I can fly. Uh, <laughs> I believe I can touch the sky. Saturday, partly cloudy 70. Sunday, uh, partly cloudy 75. So beautiful right. golf mm, weather. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, so you want to talk about the, the uh, Blue I, Angels? Well, I know that you guys wanted to talk about it. Yeah, so, a little recap. A, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we talked a lot about it yesterday. But, uh, yeah, um, I, I've, I've seen enough video already. Uh, there was a lot. I mean, everybody, as you would expect, on social media that saw it. I heard them. I didn't posted. see them. I didn't yeah. see it either. Can uh, I bring up something real quick? Yeah. yeah. I, I Honestly, I did not think that there would be any blowback against this, but there were some comments on – I posted a video on uh, on Instagram yesterday, and I saw a few comments on, on Twitter that people were against this. And I honestly, like, I thought this would be the one thing that would bring everybody together, that it was so awesome, well, so much fun, and, and people were arguing that, that it was not worth the money. And I just – I, I it oh, kind of bothered me. That, it, Wait, that, was, that they weren't impressed with it? No, that no, it, no, no. That the they, expense they, of it. Yeah, yeah they released much. The, how much it cost for them to do this. But what I think some people didn't read is that it was it basically counted as part of their whatever amount of hours they need to get, you know, in the They would the have air. been doing anyway, right? Right. So, okay. yeah, it's, yeah. It's already in the budget. It, it's a great recruiting tool, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And and it's just... And it's it was just an... A, yeah, it was it, a tribute. It's a nice thing. It's yeah. a tribute. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's designed I, to make people feel good. I saw a little blowback, which I figured there would be, of people who did gather, and, and there were groups, uh, a lot of people that, that yeah. were together. And, and I saw somebody on the news who was like, well, it's, it's a little bit of a confusing message because you're supposed to stay in, yet you're, you're going to go out and see this. And they did say you could... You know, stay home and watch. And I understand they were pushing that message, but a lot of people did gather for it uh, yesterday in locations. But of the footage, and I saw a lot of great footage, uh, Nick, you got really solid stuff at Villanova. Kathy, yours was really cool. Direct overhead flyover uh, by the Art Museum. Matt Cord got some really good footage uh, yeah. by where he lives. Yeah, Joe um, Holden had some really good stuff going down uh, Broad Street. Um, from... By far the best, though, was at our sister station, Andre Gardner's uh, view. Did you see <laughs> No, his? I didn't see. Oh, dude, he got so lucky. It was so close. Yes. It was a paper airplane. He couldn't <laughs> see it anyway, anywhere near. He's, he lives in Chester County. Oh, okay. So he yeah. just, he just slowly, you see this paper airplane come out of the side. I'm like, Andre, that was brilliant. Man. Not only that, but it was a terrible paper airplane. It was really bad. Yeah. It was one of those, like, boxy ones. I do have a question, though, because of uh, I, didn't, I didn't get to see it. I was uh, deep in Montgomery County yesterday when it all went down, so I missed all of it. Um, but on the footage that I saw, there... Uh, the chase plane? The chase plane. What is that? It, he was taking video. It's where the luggage is. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, taking video, Kath? They, they were taking video, yeah. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was that or if it was an actual escort of some type that might be an armed uh, aircraft. Oh. There, there, was a, there was an amazing, I mean, they obviously now with the various lenses and the type of camera technology that's available and as impressive as it is, there's a particular shot they have from within the cockpit of one of the... I saw that. Uh, Kathy, it's awesome. It's they're flying so cool. in over Jersey, and you're seeing this sort of fisheye wraparound yeah, thing. Yeah, it was almost a 360 camera, it's right? amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. You know what I'd love to see is uh, um, footage from one of the skyscrapers in Philly or even in New oh. York, you know, some high up shots. Oh, uh, Nick, ha- there's Nick, actually one, one from um, there's one from uh, the Four Seasons did one. Oh, cool. It was really, really cool. There's flyby and then it, you can see it go over the other Comcast tower, which nice. is amazing. Was it pretty was loud, su- Kath? No, you know what? That's what I was just going to say. I was surprised at uh, at the sound. It was not loud at all. Huh. Um, okay. And I, somebody said to me it's because they were going much slower than they normally do, and Probably. that's why we didn't get that, like, booming sound. When they but- 
when they they turn on their afterburners, which is you know this fuel that comes in and it actually ignites, yeah. uh, and and that really makes a lot of noise. So I'm sure they didn't have those on. Yes, yeah, so it was just like a normal sound. It wasn't you okay. know over the top. All right. Uh, wow, we're looking at the the footage from the uh, the Four tower. Seasons. Yeah. Wow, that's so awesome. I love it. I love it. But yeah, didn't get to see it. We went outside and we waited. And fortunately, it was just a beautiful day. And it was nice to be outside. But we. Uh, just I was watching Judge Judy. Yeah, 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 so I. Uh, she's a pisser. Yeah, yeah. She's that, what a what a mouth on her. I know. No, no, the um, I I heard it as I said. I've seen them a couple of times. They're always impressive, just amazing. And I think listen, people are going to complain about anything you do. I think it was a nice thing. How to do. far west could you have been to and actually see it, Nick? I know Hawaii. that you were in um, you were in Villanova. Yeah, so I was on Nova's campus, and Casey, that's they didn't quite make it out to Villanova's campus. Kathy sent out a map uh, yesterday, and you could see where they were approximately going to go. And I, they started to bank uh, north, right at uh, probably Floral like and Har- Hardy. Uh, oh no, no, like <laughs> Haverford, and then they worked their way up to the Schuylkill River, and then back into Philly from there. Dude, if they would have been Floral and Hardy, it would have been in my backyard. Yeah, yeah that for sure. Seen it. I was uh, pulling. For you, man. But uh, yeah, and they, they kept their altitude pretty low, so that we there's yeah. no way I was going to see that. So it was pretty awesome, it though. Cool. I mean, despite the social distancing issues that people were experiencing, um, you know, I wish maybe that would have been a little bit better, but it was really cool. Hey, here's some great uh, um, uh, aeronautic information American Airlines has increased the fees they're charging for check bags on certain flights. Woo! Yeah! Seriously? Right, a- but it's between the U.S. and, and Europe or Africa. Uh, oh. The basic economy fare ticket will now pay $75 each way for oh. a checked bag. Oh, my gosh. How much? $75. What is it usually? The previous, it was 60 for for this particular flight. Oh. Back and forth. I know. You know, I remember one time I went on a flight and I'd forgotten all about that. And we had bags. And I was checking two bags. And, and or maybe it was more. Maybe it was a whole family. And they and, and I look at the total. It was like, what? you know, $150 more. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so they've increased it on some flights. I saw on Instagram uh, one of the airlines put, I think it was American Airlines, said, you know, we're all in this together. And then underneath somebody commented and said, where were you when my bag was 51.1 pounds? <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> Well, they're going to listen. There's going to have to be a, a, an effort to re seduce people into traveling as we move through this. So, as you said, Casey pointed out a couple of weeks ago, you're going to start to see yeah. there's going to be a point in time where the fares are going to be exceptionally low. They're also refurbing a lot of their aircraft to make them more. Um, comfortable for the traveler who's That's not good. still who's still leery of all of this and when Preston I showed you a picture I forget which airline it was that has basically sneeze guards yeah. between the seats and, and a new seating system that has the middle seats facing the other way huh yes so you're you're it, it's it's a new configuration it's right, a is, concept though it's they, a concept yeah. it, it right. apparently is gaining traction oh okay. is there a way to beat the system as far as the um carry-on and checking lunch. Wear it all at once. No, I mean, like, is... People have tried to do that. Uh, yeah, they have done that. Um, is there a way to maybe overpack a carry-on uh, so that... Um, with helium. No, not with helium, but, like, overpack it, like, to pack it to the gill, um, because, it, and essentially, it's it's as big as a carry-on can be, and then when you get to the actual, you know, plane or the, uh, the you know, the tarmac... Uh, then, then the check plane. it there. Then check it there because sometimes you'll see like, uh, oh, we're, we, you know what, we can't use any more carry-ons, and they'll put like a little, 
um, yeah, tag on your bag. You know, and... if your if your carry on looks too big and too packed, they'll weigh it. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Some I, I've had my carry on weighed because uh, I like to, if I can, travel without checking a bag. Um, and if it's too, it, it, that has to be apparently a weight limit as well. Marissa. Yeah, Case, I've definitely noticed that about people when they ask for um, people to start voluntarily checking their bags because there's such a packed flight, people will walk right up and just dump it off without even caring. Yeah. Like, they're because they're skipping the packed fee and just going right to the gate with it. And also, how many carry-ons are you allowed to have? Because I feel Ten. like I usually have two, at least. You can have a carry-on, and then you can have one small bag that can fit under your... Uh... Under your seat in front of you. Two steamer trunks and a support horse. (laughs) Uh, The the deal is, is that for the longest time I was like you, Kathy, I just, I did load the concept of checking stuff. But now after a while, with all this crap and the morass of stuff you have to go through, I just check it. I just F it. And then, you know, just go in that way. No matter what, they're going to get you. And the last thing I want to do is be, oh, okay, I got to pull this out. And then it weighs less. I got to do this. And. Ever since we had our bags lost on the way that, down to Florida, I yeah. quit. I quit doing that. I'm mm-hmm. like, we're, we're carrying on if possible. That and so many that times, was a pain in the ass. So many times, specifically in Philadelphia, um, where you get off of the plane and for whatever reason, um, the luggage takes forever to get on the carousel. Like right. that is that more so than losing my luggage because um, I only had it lost once oh. and it was years ago. Mm-hmm. I was. Traveling a while ago, and they lost all my living crabs. Uh, oh in the, uh, no! Oh, that was in the Bahamas. <laughs> it was in the Bahamas. I saw a video that of that. Footage is great. <laughs> you know, we should actually we should all take travel tips from Pierre because that guy's got the system. He's got oh, it he, down. He knows how. It he works. just gets disposable <laughs> luggage. That poor man. I get stressed out when he travels. I do too, Kathy. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. What's going to happen? I mean, because I get enough uh, anxiety as it is. We, we got to get there on time. We got to yes. get this stuff done. We got to make mm-hmm. sure this happens because we miss the flight. It's going to be a colossal pain in the ass. And, uh, and part of it is because I'm not traveling by myself like Pierre is. He's usually, you know, yeah. a lone, uh, lone man on the prairie. <laughs> But I am usually have a, a whole troop with me, and we got to get this stuff done together. Uh, I couldn't. But he's... No, you w- Steve, you wouldn't make it with me. No, but, but like you said, Kathy, I even, when I hear he's going to travel, yeah. mm-hmm. I start oh. getting anxious because... Just sweating. Well, I, you know, the big program from the airlines is to offer PFFs, which is her Pierre-free flights, <laughs> so that you know. Because honestly, how many times has Pierre said the flight was, sort, was basically held up? As he was running towards the plane. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I know. I, we love him to death. We but do. that's his thing. That is his thing. Yep. That's his, yeah. That's his, that's big, his jam. His, his issue. And he can't get around yeah. it, you know. Uh, so don't ever travel with that <laughs> with man. <Pierre. laughs> uh, we Should we break case because we got the Legion of Doom coming up at nine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why, don't we, why don't we do that? Because we have a few other things that are taking place. A reminder. Another shot at winning uh, 500 bucks coming up at 10 o'clock. So listen up. We're going to have Anthony Edwards, the actor, on the show. Nice. Uh, oh, and this other thing. We mentioned this late in the program yesterday. We now have available in the MMR Rock Shop, if you're looking for something to still kill a little bit of time around the house, the Preston and Steve 200-piece puzzle is now available for your purchase. Out. <laughs> no, it's only 15 bucks. And it's in aisle two of the rock shop at WMMR.com. It is a cool photo that was taken by Kyle and Lynette Kalinsky. Uh, and uh, it's it's our 
version of the Queen classic yeah. uh, photo of, of the five guys in the uh, overlit. Everyone uh, loves that, yeah. that picture. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you want to get that uh, and have the family put it together, excellent. Go for it. It's only 15 bucks at the Rock Shop, WMMR.com, the President Steve 200-piece puzzle. Look in aisle twos. All kinds of cool stuff there. We'll take a break. And when we return, Michael Remberg, Eric Lindros, and John LeClaire, the Legion of Doom, on our show together. We'll be right back. It's a tumultuous time, yet essential employees go to work day and night to make our lives better, including the healthcare pros, delivery and septa drivers, grocery, pharmacy, sanitation, and janitorial workers. And we thank our police, EMTs, and firefighters. WMMR is here for you, too. Friendly, familiar voices playing everything that rocks. Live, local hosts around the clock. So whenever you need a break from cable news for taking a walk or just getting outside or just to keep your workday moving, we are here for you on your radio, smart speaker, and the MMR app. Where you won't find us is on your credit card bill. We're in this together, and we wouldn't have it any other way. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Well, we're excited about uh, this next interview. Yeah. Uh, this is really cool, especially if you're a long-time uh, Flyers fan. You're really going to enjoy uh, hearing our next guest. And they are calling from far and away exotic locations like Sweden, Canada, and Haverford. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, no, we're really, we're really stoked. And these guys are getting back together uh, for a good cause, uh, and we're going to tell you a little bit about that. But they have been known as the Legion of Doom. We are going to bring them on one at a time and try to conference them, and hopefully all this stuff works together. Uh, so let's start far away and move closer to home. That, that makes sense. sense. Good to you? Okay. Yeah. So let's uh, let's welcome, ladies and gentlemen, number 19 from the Philadelphia Flyers, member of the Legion of Doom, calling all the way from Sweden this morning. Michael Remberg is on the line. Michael, good morning, sir. Good morning. It's not morning here. We're in, we're, we're in June here. Actually. I didn't even think about that. You're right. So you are, you're in Stockholm, Michael? <laughs> yes, I'm in Stockholm right now. Yeah. Listen, we, uh, it's so cool that you, you took the time, uh, to give us a call. We're going to, we're going to get all three of you on together in just a moment. When's the last time the three of you guys have had a chance to speak, uh, at the same time together? Well, I actually we met each other I think that long ago, and uh, it's always a pleasure to um, to see those guys again. That's excellent! Wow. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna bring them on one at a time. So let's get uh, let's move on to uh, we're going to Toronto right now, right. and uh, tropical Toronto, tropical Toronto, Canada. <laughs> uh, but we've had them on the program before. We've had uh, we actually had a, a little odd moment with Casey. <laughs> we oh, did. We, we won't relive it. We don't need to relive it right Thank now. You. Please welcome number eighty-eight, Eric Lindros. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, good morning. Oh. No, wrong phone line. Oh, you Hang on, John. <laughs> Hang on. All right. I'm sorry. Eric Lindros. Hey! <laughs> Eric, are you there? I am. I'm sorry, man. I hit I hit John's button. Now he's sitting there going, what did, what's oh, you, going on? You went to go with Tropical. And that was happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. How you doing, Eric? We're well, thank you. How are you guys? We're doing great, man. We're excited that uh, that you guys uh, wanted to, to, you know, have this reunion on our show 
And uh, we're going to find out more about the All In Challenge and, and all that good stuff. But uh, how are you holding up immense, uh, uh, amongst uh, all the weirdness that's going on in the world right now? It is strange. It is uh, all, new, uh, all new times. And, uh, no, overall, I think we're doing quite well. And uh, uh, it's, uh, it's scary. It, it really is. So yeah. uh, hopefully we can battle through this and uh, yeah. there'll be brighter, brighter skies ahead. Yeah, well, then let's uh, let's focus on the on the good thing, and that's the reunion of you three guys on the air. So please welcome the third member, number ten from the Legion of Doom. Now we have in Haverford, Pennsylvania, John Leclaire. Yeah! Hey, John. Hey guys, how are you? We're doing good, man. Thanks for coming on this morning. No, happy to. Hey, what what's what's the weather like in Haverford? Yeah, this it must morning? be beautiful there. Yeah. Open the window. It's nice out today. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at a picture of the three of you guys together here, John. It looks like you're in the locker room. Uh, when was the last time uh, the three of you were, were physically all together? Um, I think it was last February. Uh, oh, really? Together. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been nice. The last uh, five or six years, we've been able to kind of catch up, you know, once a year, once every two years. And, uh, uh, it's good. Um, I see. Obviously, I see Eric a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, Eric and I run into each other because we're in the same continent, other than uh, <laughs> than uh, Michael. But uh, it's great when Michael gets a chance to come over. It's always uh, it's always good seeing him. You know what, Eric? In the uh, in in the history of the NHL, I don't ever remember. Uh, the 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 fascination with with a group of three guys. You hear about you know guys that worked to, great together over the years. It was usually a pair of people, uh, and and there certainly have been great lines uh, that have that have worked together, offensive lines in the uh, in in the history of the league. But what what is it about uh, the 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 staying power and the three that made all, other than the scoring and all that? We ju- we're just fascinated. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, all these years later, of the the connection that you guys had together, any explanation that that you can shed light on? I think we just like we like to play. Yeah. Uh, we really love deep down and deep down at the heart of anything. If, if you're going to succeed, I think you really have to love what you're doing. And and all three of us uh, love to come to the rink. We love to uh, uh, to be there for one another. You know, not everyone's going to be at the top of the game every night, and and, and each of us were, were uh, could rely on the others to. Uh, to pick things up and, and, and off the ice, we got along great as well. Um, our, our personalities worked, uh, worked well. And, and, uh, um, you know, we're, we've been friends. We'll be friends for, uh, forever. Hey, Michael, did, uh, were people in Sweden aware of the Legion of doom? Yeah, very much so. Um, uh, at that time, the NHL really was beginning to be really popular. Uh, and right now it's, it's huge here. Um, but back when I was a kid, we didn't really get to see the NHL that much. But around the 90s, uh, you know, people start to uh, have the channels so they could see NHL on TV. So at that time when we got together, NHL were starting to to, to be um, a big thing in Sweden. John, do you, uh, do you remember that point or was there a point when you all sort of or perhaps just you alone thought, OK, there's something here with these guys? Um, for me, it was, you know, right away. Um, and when I got traded here, uh, I got a, you know, I got the best job in the world. I got put on the line with those two guys. And, uh, I think, um, our first game was kind of so-so, but then after that, we, uh, we kind of clicked, played an afternoon game on a Saturday in, in Jersey. And, uh, we had a real good game and it just kind of never stopped from there. It just kept building and building. So. Now, you, you, you came into being during, a, it, was, it was a truncated season, right? Because of, because of a lockout, correct? Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I got traded like nine games into a, a shortened season. We played, um, I'm not sure how many games, maybe 50 games that year or something. Um, but yeah, I came over here in February. It was only like 10 games into the season and, uh, you know, things took off from there. Uh, I want to ask about um, your earlier days, John. Uh, I, I want to ask about what your first job was when you were a teenager. I'm kidding about that question. That was an inside joke. Um, but um, listen, obviously you guys were dominant, you know, probably at a very early age. But I, I'm looking at where you grew up, and you grew up in St. Albans City. Now, I, for some reason, took a week's vacation in Alberg, Vermont, don't ask me why I chose Alberg over Burlington or Shelburne or any of the other nicer cities. But there's there's not a whole lot going on up there. So, like, I mean, how dominant were well, you? Because the, you, could know, you have picked a more isolated town. I know. I well, listen. I wanted I wanted a house on Lake Champlain. Yeah, Albert just got electricity about three years. Ago. Like, you're, you're electricity. I mean, it's. I was actually nervous going to bed because I was like, "This is like maybe a town where, like, serial killers live." It was. It was that isolated, and and but I wanted. I just wanted to rent a house that was on the lake, and Alberg was was the place, and I because I had gotten to the rentals a little too late and stuff like that. But it is so isolated up there, and I was just wondering how you know the you know the hockey community was up there. Did you have to go down to Burlington to play, or or what was your situation? No, for me it was it was pretty easy. You know, St. Albans is a much larger town than what you experienced. Um, we we're about ten thousand, which um, Vermont is decent enough. But we, uh, we it was a hockey town. We were only ten miles from the border. We went to Montreal and played all the time. Um, you know, hockey was very prominent uh, growing up. It was a, it was a big part of the community, um, and uh, it was just something everybody did kind of growing up. And I really loved it. I get to play outdoors on the lake. Um, it was something kids were doing all the time. That's almost like the mystery Alaska uh, type of situation. Exactly, because, yeah. You know, I mean, generally to, to be competitive, uh, people will relocate uh, yeah. uh, to, you know, uh, larger metropolitan areas that have a more competitive program and so forth. But um, you took the other route and managed to surface out of that, which is, is pretty cool. Do you, uh, you ever stay in touch with people from back in the early days, from the pond hockey days, John? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm still friends with everyone from the neighborhood. and uh, I still see... Quite a few of those guys uh, here and there when I go back. Um, some of them still live in, in St. Albans. And uh, I stayed in touch with a lot of my uh, my uh, childhood friends. Um, just good guys. And we've been in touch ever, you know, all along. So, um, uh, yeah, it's a pretty close connection. Well, to piggyback on, on Casey's, uh, I, I've never vacationed there. But I have vacationed in Stockholm twice, Michael. So, uh, my, uh, my, yeah, it's okay. My wife's uh, aunt and uncle live uh, right near uh, Bjorn from ABBA's house. So, that gives you a little frame of reference as to where we spend time. Is that actually the center of your GPS setting there? <laughs> He's got a house on an island. It's pretty it's, wild. That's so cool. Man. Yeah. And, uh, no, yeah, but it, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I... Uh, it's it's a beautiful city. It is it is very cool. Are you uh, what what's what's your line of work now? I mean, besides you know, obviously after retirement from professional sports, um, uh, some people will will find some other endeavors. Uh, Michael, what have what have you done, or are you just complete? You know, a, a man in retirement. No, actually, uh, well, I played for a few years, uh, but I moved back from from North America. I played for a few years in the Swedish league, and then uh, after that, I. Uh, when I quit, I um, decided I had to do something else. So I uh, went back to school, and um, right now I'm working as a physiotherapist. So that's what I'm doing right now. And I okay. also do a little bit of work for Swedish TV. Oh, really? 
Okay. Uh, sports commentary, yeah. or what are you doing? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Nice. Like Bundy, like Chris Terrian, uh, I believe does in. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's great, man. Uh, now, Eric, you you're getting back on board with the Flyers. It was recently announced that you're going to be an official ambassador. So, what can we expect from you uh, when the season gets back up and running? Well, we're going to have some fun with that, and and uh, they've opened up the floodgates with uh, with the All In Challenge, and uh, they've they put up for auction a uh, a real great day. So we got uh, you know it's you and, and eleven uh, the person that, that bids the highest and, and eleven friends to to come on down, and the whole day is all centered around Flyers uh, Flyers activities, and and uh, we've got pregame skate, we've got the ice to ourselves, we can take our skates and get out there, uh, puck drop ceremony. Uh, you know, in and out of the, the dressing rooms, um, you know, full suite for uh, uh, catered meals, uh, everything that you possibly want. And, and uh, we get Johnny and Rennie in there. We, we can, you know, it's, gonna, it's, it's, it's the ultimate Flyers day, and they've really gone all, all out for this. So uh, we're going to start with that and, and, uh, and have some fun. So hopefully we can raise a lot of money for, uh, for people that are, uh, that, are hung- that are in the hungry. Yeah, you can go to uh, fanatics.com and uh, and place your bid if you want to uh, to get on board with that. So that would be uh that'd be awesome if uh, if you guys bring mm-hmm. in I'm sure you'll bring in in quite a bit. And you know what? I I think Eric last time we had you on which was a, a few years ago, you were still uh playing in a men's league. Is that something you still uh, dabble in a little bit? Well, we used to. It was not really a league. It's just uh same group of guys for, you know, I guess now going on 10, 11, 12 years uh we just grab a different colored jersey, uh, darker white. Every <laughs> no referees, it's just a good group of guys that uh, that go out and uh, and play. And we're just trying to, you know, just trying to fit in the jeans. If you get my drift. <laughs> are you? Uh, is it a no check league? And are there any other professional athletes that that, that do this? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's uh, well. It's uh, yeah. There's the idea is to uh, to avoid after years of of trying to track people down. It's uh, it's turned the other way. A complete 180, and it's. Uh, uh, it's total avoidance of uh, physical contact, but uh, um, no, we've got a bunch of guys around Toronto. Uh, like, uh, Cabrales out there, Robbie DeMaio uh, has come out every once in a while. Steve Thomas, Nick Kiprios, uh, Darcy Tucker. Uh, there's a bunch of guys that uh, that make their way uh, out on uh, on Thursday mornings, and uh, we've had uh, yeah, we, we got a good group. That's cool, John. When's the last time you laced them up? Um, it's been a little bit, but, uh, I've got back into it. I got a group I play with every Wednesday night. It's a lot of fun. And, um, I got this guy that bugs the hell out of me every November. I got to go up and play in his tournament. So, um, <laughs> I, uh, I get on the ice and, uh, you know, I have fun with it. It's, Good. it's a great pace. It's, you know, a little a step above walking and, uh, it's, yeah. just, it's a lot of fun. Nice. nice. Uh, I'm- yes. Oh, uh, Nick, you have a question. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm working from home, so I hope you guys can hear me okay. But I'm uh, the, the current Flyers team is really good, and they were on a, a really strong path this season. I'm curious as to uh, if you guys were able to watch any of the games, and if so, uh, which players you liked, which players you might identify with. Uh, John, it would seem to me like a, a Kevin Hayes would be a guy that's right up your alley, and and so I'm curious as to what you guys think of the current team. Anybody um, can take that. Uh, how about uh, let's go to Eric then. Well, we don't get to see, unfortunately, the Flyers as often as, uh, as you know, we get the, the Leafs on TV or the, or the Canadians. Um, but, you know, over the, the last last number of years, you know, you can't say enough about uh, some of the, the veteran guys of the Flyers, especially, uh, you know, Drew's always there. Uh, 
Bornstrex played uh, played well, but uh, you know Konechny, uh, and then you, you bring in uh, really good goaltending with uh, with Carter Hart. Um, you know, just a, a real. It's too bad that the it it had to, you know, the season ended because I th- I thought there was going to be a real push in the playoffs and mm. and you never know what was going to happen with the uh, with the goaltending that they were getting. Yeah. Hey, if you're just tuning in, gang, we've got the Legion of Doom back on. We have Eric Lindros, John LeClaire, Michael Remberg. Remberg is calling us uh, from Sweden. And, Michael, I'm curious if word has gotten over the Atlantic about a creature named Gritty to you. Have you <laughs> have you been made aware of Gritty? Yeah, yeah, I have. I saw him uh, last year, so I know who he is. All right, all right. <laughs> But I, can I ask? Can I answer the first? Can I ask you that answer that question too? That Eric yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I I think the the main thing if if I compare it to a few years ago when I uh, watched the Flyers, I think they play a lot faster game now than it used to do. I mean, they and that's the key to to be successful in hockey right now. You have to play a fast game, and that's what I think the Flyers are doing right now. Well, that's you know I was going to ask that question, and I don't uh, you know maybe I'll direct it at John first. But uh, how do you think your style of play would match in today's game in your prime? Mm. Um, I think we do okay. I mean, I think um, you know three of us skated well enough that uh, you know we we could we could compete. Um, and I think um, you know even though there's no the physical game's not the same. Um, I think with the rules the way they are and the way um, we protected the puck and stuff that, uh, you know, our game would still translate and uh, we, we could still be successful. I think it would be an asset, I mean, with the uh, uh, the lack of the enforcers that uh, that are that used to be so prominent nowadays, having a physical front line like you guys would actually uh, be really would stand out and maybe have a chance to, to push it beyond its limits. But then again, I never played professional hockey. So, <laughs> well, there's, I think, I think there's, there's a natural evolution when it comes to sports and, and I, you know, and there isn't much separation as far as years are concerned from the Legion of Doom days to what we have today, you know, but what we have today compared to, let's say the game in 1960, 1950 and, and so on, it's, you know, heads and tails above where it was. I saw a funny thing on um, the internet a couple of weeks ago, Talking about you know today's major league pitchers in baseball, uh, if Babe Ruth had faced any of the pitchers that we have today and the action that they have on those balls, he might have batted 100. You know, with with uh, you know 700 strikeouts in a season. And uh, you know, they always love to do <laughs> things like that. You know, with the variables, it's hard to figure. You it, know? it really, really is hard to figure. So, um, yeah. but like I said, there isn't much of a separation. You know, between uh, let's say the 1990 Flyers and, and the 2020 Flyers. Let, let me ask you, Eric. Uh, so a, a lot was made about your, the three of you, your your size and your physical acuity. But you know, we've as far as the players of today. Would you still be considered in your in your in your prime? Would you still be considered on the larger side? I think players routinely get get bigger and more you know the, more jacked, for lack of a better term. How do you think you would rack up against current players? Well, I don't think we would have uh, been lifting as much. Yeah, uh, I think because really? of the rules. Absolutely, because of the rules, you're having to battle through a bunch more, and and having some having some extra. Uh, some weight to you and strength uh, and bulking up a bit was was kind of essential. And as long as you could skate and maintain your speed, that was the way to, you know, that was pretty much the way to go. But since the rules have changed, I think uh, there's the really the, the strength all lies in, in obviously your legs, and you want to have uh, uh, you want to be as fast as possible. But uh, you know, it's, it's your forearms, um, it's your forearms and uh, and, and, and core area that uh, are the real areas of, of focus, as opposed to. Uh, 
um, you know, chest and, and biceps and, and back. Uh, that was uh, more of a focus uh, years ago. I think we would. I think we would do fine. I think you know, humans are meant to adapt. And, yeah. And we would figure you figure it out. Right. And um, you know, I, I think we. I, I would have. You would. We would have ended up spending less time or exerting less energy. Uh, with physical contact, and there'd be much more in the well for uh, for other things. So, no, I, I, sure, I think we could, we'd do just fine. Yeah. Do you still lift at all, Eric? <laughs> My kids. <laughs> His kids. His kids. Dude, everybody I've talked to who, like, the day they wrap it up, they're like, I'm not going into the gym again, ever again. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of it. Hey, uh... Michael, I wanted to ask you this because this is uh, uh, Swedish-centric. Um, a couple of years ago when I came back from a visit in uh, Gothenburg, I, I visited a friend there, and she brought something for us to come back and try on the air. It's called Sostroming. <laughs> and we we oh opened <laughs> that putrid garbage in this studio. Have you ever tried that before? Yeah, I've tried it many times. Actually, my two sisters, they just love it. So oh, they love it? We have it. Yeah, but you know what? They, they give me sausage. <laughs> <laughs> it is for uh, John and, and Eric, if you don't know what it is, it is the most disgusting. It smells like a dead body was vomited on and left in a dumpster for a, a month. Yeah, it's horrible. It's just the most... Horrible smelling stuff. It's ever. Viking food. Yeah, it's yeah. it's terrible. Well, you guys spent a lot of time in Philadelphia. I'm sure. Did you guys each develop a, a taste for Scrapple by any chance? Mm. <laughs> I've never had it. I know it is. I've seen it, but I haven't had it. <laughs> I don't blame you guys. All right. Well, listen. Uh, we wanted to get the word out. Number one, we thought it was just very cool to to have a chance to have all three of you back on. You're such a a staple and and uh, a, a legend in this city. Uh, but this event that you're going to be uh, participating in and having people an opportunity to be a part of is, A, for a great cause. And there's a lot of wonderful things you can bid on the All-In Challenge, but hardly any are in this region right here, local. So yeah, It's killer. It's great stuff. You guys are doing it. But it's a night with the Legion of Doom, you and 11 guests, and you get you get to skate on the ice, take shots on goal with Eric. Uh, ceremonial puck drop. You watch the game from a catered suite. Uh, it just says here that Eric, you're you're going to be there. But but John, are are you and and Michael going to be a part of this too? Um, sure. The floodgates are open. I haven't. It's all. Uh, I threw that out there in uh, in hopes that uh, we work something out. I'm sure. I'm sure it's all possible. All right. So Eric's going to make you do it. All right. <laughs> so that... No. 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 <laughs> but the autographed uh, jersey and stick and all this stuff, and, and it obviously goes for a, a wonderful cause. So uh, it's great to have uh, the three of you on this morning. Uh, we appreciate it. We want you all to. Uh, to... Oh, and you know, one more question: We've been asking of all of our guests that we've had been having on uh, lately, and I know the the restrictions are not uh, quite as stringent in Sweden as they are here in the U.S. But I'll, but I'll ask Michael anyway. Uh, but we'll start with uh, with John. Uh, have you made any banana bread during the quarantine in your house, John? Has you or anybody there made banana bread? Uh, I think the daughter actually did a couple ago, like a week ago. There you go. Okay. Yep. All right, Eric. Any banana bread? No, other types of bread, but not banana bread. Okay, right. that's one. And Michael, how about you? Banana bread in Sweden? Well, no, absolutely not. 
Okay. No no banana it's just bread. Strowman bread. All right. Well, it. <laughs> Leave it to a local guy. He's All the guy that's doing the banana bread. All right. John, Eric, Michael, you guys are the best. Thanks for being on this morning. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Everybody stay safe. All yes. Right. Let's hear it for the yeah. Legion of Doom. Yeah. Outstanding, hey, man. Cool. That's awesome. Where's the? Oh, there it is. Thank you. That was so cool. It was very cool. I'm, I'm glad the the, uh, the phone connection to Sweden was coming in and out a little bit at the beginning, but it, yep. it held up. Yeah. And uh, they're still reeling, though, from Ikea revealing the Swedish meatball recipe. Yeah. I didn't even get a chance to yeah. ask him about that. That was heavy duty. Yeah. I just can't believe Eric Lindros was calling my phone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and we didn't even go there. We did. Thank we, you. I, I, I tried. Does he, does he know about it? Like, did we yes. play it for him before? We yeah. did. Okay. And uh, he was uh, amazing. I never thought Eric Lindros would be calling my phone. I look, oh, it, and, you know, well, these things happen, you know. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, it was him answering a question about him <laughs> getting his concussion. <laughs> yeah. That's what that was these about. These things happen. But they Edited it together to make oh, it sound We want you back. Super. Who gave us that? Who edited it? A listener. A listener did listener, it. Yeah. Uh, with the You Are So Beautiful playing in the awesome. background. <laughs> we want you back. But now he's back. Oh. And honestly, when he's officially back, when they do whatever the official ceremony is, whenever it occurs, and it yeah. will occur eventually, <laughs> they need to play that. I was going to say, you know, I said I wanted you back here in Philly, and you're coming back to Philly. <laughs> you listen to me. <laughs> You love me. Uh, you really love me. Oh, uh, question. Yeah. Uh, should we hang on to Anthony Edwards at nine thirty, mm, or do we break and no, come back? No, yeah, we probably should hang on. Near. Okay. Listen, coming up in about a uh, little over thirty minutes, we're gonna have another shot for you to win five hundred bucks because we have the MMR Rock Refund on the way. So we want you to be aware of that. We also have a secret text word today, and that is your chance to win a digital download of the Rhythm Section starring Blake Lively and Jude Law. So text the word secret to 39333. All right. So as we're bringing Anthony Edwards on, do you think he would respond more to the nerd song, the theme to Top Gun, or the theme to ER? What do you think he would actually do? The nerd song. The, the nerd, nerd song. song? Okay. I was uh, wholeheartedly. Like, okay. okay. Chuckle. I think he's probably gotten enough of the, uh, yeah. of the Top Gun. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. So I'd rather hear Or you could even do the when the coach comes out. All right. So either right there, coach. Oh, this one is good. Yeah. Hold it there, coach. Hold it right there. That's Bernie Casey. Is yeah. that who that was? That's yeah. Case, yeah. Wow. I love that movie. Uh, so we're going to have Anthony on in a little bit. He should be calling us in a few minutes. Uh, but in the meantime, a couple things to mention. Uh, as I said earlier, we have the Preston and Steve 200-piece puzzle, which is available now in the MMR Rock Shop. And you can get that for 15 bucks. It's in, in 15, not 50, 15 in aisle two of the Rock Shop. There's another item coming shortly. Casey showed me the artwork. We're not going to reveal what that is yet, uh, but I'm pretty excited about it. You know what I'm talking about, Steve? I absolutely love it, and it's done in the style that I hoped it would be done in. Uh, compliments of uh, Nick Murphy and Casey, and uh, yeah. it's great. I, I think it. Uh, I think that's going to be a popular item. Dude, we've been really busy lately. It's. Um, I know. It's been a great thing. Yeah. Uh, another thing we've been busy doing and soliciting for are to hear about uh, Frontline Heroes in our area, uh, some people who uh, deserve a little bit of recognition may not ask for the recognition, but you feel that you deserve it. In fact, these are the the frontline hero signs. I put one in a yard yesterday of a woman who works in an ICU unit, or that's redundant in an ICU, yeah. and uh, unit. So she had already had a sign in her front yard that had her name on it, and I'm putting this one out, and she saw me, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm present for my She's like, "I, I recognize you. I know who you are." I go. 
do you know why I'm here? She goes, no. <laughs> yeah. So someone had. I'm nom- robbing you. So no, someone had nominated her and she didn't know about it. So that's great. That's the I exact l- desired goal. And that's the thing. Yeah. So so I had the the email uh, that was written and and I told her, oh, this is from so and so, and she goes, oh yeah yeah. Uh, so uh, that was a cool little surprise chance to meet, and I got a picture. <sighs> Uh, from proper social distance with her, which was uh, a lot of fun. It, it, you, I try to come in like, uh, like surgically, like, uh, like you know, it's hiding gifts on Christmas, and then, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> the last thing you want to do also, but when you're taking that approach, you're always wondering are the neighbors looking. There's a strange bald man in this, <laughs> right, running around with a sign. Yeah. Everyone's uh, house I've gone to has been at work. Yeah, yeah, for for the most part, me too. I mean, too, I'm not Beth. knocking on their door, but yeah, you yeah. can tell. I mean, blinds yeah. are you know closed and. Doesn't look like anybody's home. Yeah. But, uh, press, uh, looking at the picture, I thought that was your wife in the background. That's the actual. Yeah, that's her. Okay. Yeah, no, it's not my wife. Yeah, that's uh, Bree. I believe her name was. Because Kath, I know that um, you and you too, press. You guys were going out with your family, right? Yeah, the first day we took the whole family in the van because you know we live together, so we yeah. don't have to worry about the distance. And uh, and we were putting the signs up in people's yards. It was great. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Carter fell asleep, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's okay, Preston. I said to Jace, we're going to go do something nice. He goes, I'm only going so I can have iPad time after. I was like, no. That's not how it works. Now, now you're doing. learning. Yes, you yes. are. No <laughs> charity unless you're paid for it. But listen, if there is a frontline hero in your life and you want a little recognition from them, send an email to us. We have this uh, set up at PrestonandSteve.com. We have the sign that says a frontline hero lives here. It's got our logos on it, so it doesn't look like they put it up themselves. Right. This is a... a, a, a a nod, a thank you that you want to give to this person. We're not going to be able to get to everybody, but we are doing them randomly, so why not? Go ahead and send it over. Uh, we appreciate it. And you just heard Harley from Winter Nations buying 200 more signs for us. Which we now. need. Which we need. Exactly. Yeah. We're out of them. Yeah, yeah. So we want to do that uh, uh, again. So uh, please uh, participate in that. Our next guest is on the line. Awesome. He, okay, I like the music. I was going to say he played a frontline hero. And, yes, oh, in right. Revenge of the well, Nerds. In Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, but no, but he's on to uh, talk about a couple of things. Please welcome Anthony Edwards oh, yeah. to the show this morning. Anthony, good morning. Good morning. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. We we appreciate it. I, I know we're going we're to talk about a few different things here, uh, but I was... Very surprised my wife and I, while we were doing um, some viewing during quarantine time, we're finding different things to watch, and we started watching um, a couple of months ago, Designated Survivor, and the third season we just started two days ago, and there's Anthony Edwards there right there, out of nowhere. It was really nice to see you, so I'm still... Finally, finally a chief. Finally, a chief of staff we can trust. Right? There you go. So, so now I'm I'm following the storyline. I, I will uh, find out more about what happens, but we're only a couple of episodes in. But yeah, you uh, you continue to work and stay quite busy. And in in fact, um, you're promoting um, this project called the Tricky Part. Uh, it comes out tomorrow, eight o'clock, and it's going to be on a few different platforms. Correct. Yeah, it's going to be, you can find it on our website, which is oneinsix.org. It's going to be on Facebook, Vimeo, uh, uh, all the different ones, all the different live streaming um, formats. And it's a, it's a bit of a heavy, heavy subject. Can you tell us a little bit about it? It's a heavy subject, but it's kind of an important uh, one in that uh, it's a personal one for me. It was uh, something that I kind of became uh, the typical example of something, which is I didn't, 
start looking at the fact that I'd been sexually abused or assaulted until I was 51 years old when it happened to me when I was 14. So that's like 37 years I did what most men do, which is just bury it, minimize, don't look at it. Uh, you know, men don't have these experiences because there's also a lot of shame involved. It's because in my case, which a lot of people, it's someone you love or trust that, you know, that hurts you. So um, that's why the organization's called oneinsix.org, which is the actual statistic that one in six men have had these experiences by the time they're 18. So that's over 20 million American men right now walking around with this. So it results in a lot of, it can result in self-destructive behaviors and things, failed marriages, all that stuff, because as we know, we're learning more and more, of course, that unprocessed trauma can really affect people's day-to-day lives. So that's kind of what we do as an organization is we're kind of helping break down the stigma, and part of that is really by hearing stories, honest, truthful, heartfelt stories um, that aren't necessarily sad. The fact is the one that we're airing um, tomorrow night is a one-man show by Martin Moran who tells his story. And he did it first in a book, and then he's done it as a play. And it's incredibly funny, and he uses a lot of humor and um, to, uh, to tell his story. So we captured it uh, on film, and we were going to take this out to film festivals this year. And since the pandemic broke out, we couldn't do that, but we wanted to get this message out to as many people as possible. So we're going to stream it live, and we're going to have a talk back afterwards with the filmmaker and with Marty Moran and clinical psychologist. And it's kind of Take another swipe at breaking down the stigma here and realize that, you know, when bad things happen to kids, the best thing to do is to talk about it as opposed to keep things buried. So, Anthony, there's been a, uh, a lot of uh, documentaries recently and, and, and various things, including um, Leaving Neverland as far as Michael Jackson's situation. And then Corey Feldman had a, a movie that he worked on. And, uh, you know, there's there have been some that uh, some people are trying to get their message out and there have been other just... Um, at least it appears that there's been a an ongoing sort of hushed about quasi secret, uh, you know, at least in the Hollywood community where this has been kind of the norm for a while. Was 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 that is that your story to tell as well, or or did is this something you know that that you've been aware of? What what is the status? Is it being overblown, or is it yeah, what we're hearing? I- no, it's not overblown because, you know, with, I mean, yes, my experience happened around uh, the world of, of theater and, and, and uh, you know, my abuser was someone who was a teacher, mentor in that world. But, you know, we're talking, I mean, look at what the Catholic Church has done in the last year in relation to taking responsibility and saying, you know, there are some bad people that are hurting kids. Right. And they're all in every denomination, every kind of part of the world. And the only thing that we can control is how quickly people recover, because unfortunately, these perpetrators, they don't go away. That's a really true disease and sickness. But our reaction to it is what can change. And that's what we're trying to help so that people don't bury this stuff and wait so long so that if something happens to a kid, they can say, hey, mom, you know what? That wasn't right what happened, as opposed to. Uh, you know, covering it up because there's shame involved if you actually, you know, were able to say, some, yeah. you know, somebody who the family loved and trusted hurt you. So that's, you know, we're really kind of following on the coattails of the Me Too movement, the Civil Rights movement, and any of these movements. You can even talk about breast cancer, for that matter. Like, mm. the, 
you know, the secrecy and the shame that was involved kept it from being able to be solved. And that's what we're trying to do is take the shame and that away from it. And then also, I mean, uh, so I, I have three children. They, they go to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school. I, um, I, it's, um, you know, abuse is not part of my history. Uh, but I wanted to get involved in my kids' school lives. And as a result... Uh, I had to go through a criminal background check. I had to go through, I had to take classes. I had to, take, you know, go to uh, basically a class in, in an auditorium. Then I had to take, like, very personal classes, which it was, I th- think, 10 of us. Wow. And, uh, you know, watching videos, and, and you're sort of educating yourself on, on stuff that you didn't necessarily know. And um, and I, I, I would right. imagine your organization is is probably, you know, supporting things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the perfect example is we've been hired. We're, we are consultant to the Boy Scouts of America. I mean, they have a huge problem because, you know, they cover so many millions of, of kids that, you know, these experiences happen in that. And they want to recover and they want to make it safe again, just like the Catholic Church. And we only do that by, you know, educating like you were doing as a dad, you know, and now you're not ashamed to say, hey, you know, You can have those conversations with your kids about their privacy and their body. And the fact is that just because it's a friend of the family doesn't make it okay. Anthony, did you just ignore this this trauma that took place in in your past or did you start to see things? And and if so, did you just uh, did you see things manifesting negatively in your life and not realize why these things were happening? And then you took a look back and saw maybe that was the root of it. Yeah, I mean, I think a classic I'm kind of a classic case of someone who develops really incredible codependent behavior. So, you know, you learn what the rules are as a kid, and basically you know that if you play by the certain rules, you can succeed. So in some, like in my case, I actually, you know, uh, used it to my benefit in a sense as an actor because I, you know, could assess what was going on, assess the situation and figure out how to control, you know, to survive in it. And I think that conditionality of love is what ultimately hurts people because that's not real love. That's actually, you know, um, uh, a power dynamic that is not healthy. So, yeah, in my case, it manifested in all kinds of unhappiness that um, no longer be covered up. Yeah, Anthony, years ago, um, we had a, a caller call in on the show, and uh, we were, I forget what we were talking about. It had to be something tangential to this, but he, he mentioned, you know, that he had, had been a molester, and he says, I will I will always at my core be that, and it brought up the high degree of recidivism when it comes to this. So, um, you know, you, you know you're, you're fighting that uphill battle, so to, to bring this out into the light, light does have a purifying thing, and... and, and Get people comfortable. It's and again, it's not your fault. It's not the kids' fault. It's 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 nothing to be ashamed and of. That's the issue, correct? Yeah. I mean, one, thing, one yeah. One thing you said there's really important because a lot of people are afraid to talk about it because they think, oh my god, that means I'm going to molest kids. Yeah. The truth is, it, because you're molested, has no indication that you will actually molest or hurt a child right. in any way. Because the fact is, for any for any serial molester, there's two to three hundred victims. Uh. In a lifetime. I mean, so it's, it's very few necessarily, but can affect so many. And that's what you hear about in these stories, because these are kind of counselors or people who, who have gained trust. And they then, you know, abuse over years and years and years because um, they're really good at it. Um, so that's why, um, you know, that's one of the big things of the stigmas to take away. You know, you're not, because someone hurt you, you in no way 
are, are in the position to be thought of as hurting another, you know, hurting a kid, a kid and quite opposite, probably. Well, it's great that you're, you know, you're helping people with this project. And, and on a much lighter note, I, I want to point out that, Anthony, you've been helping people for decades because Mark and Wendy texted in and their very first date, they've been married for 33 years, was to see the movie Gotcha. So <laughs> no way. They, they're still <laughs> together after all these years. My very first date was uh, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise, which you were in. But only in the on very the phone. beginning. Uh, yeah. yeah, a dream sequence. Yeah, no, no. In the very beginning, <laughs> and, uh, on he's the on phone. he's yeah. on the phone. Well, he, bro- <laughs> he broke his leg during a, a chess match. Mm. Well, it's not like this great sacrifice I had to make so that you could have a Top Gun two where they had to kill me. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's it's hard to. It, it's hard to explain that, right? If you were to, if you make an appearance, <laughs> yeah. I know, but I'm holding on to hope. Yeah. Well, perhaps you didn't yeah, break I, your I, head on the I canopy. Like Obi Wan Kenobi, right? <laughs> right. There you oh my go. God. I wouldn't put it past him. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> it's great to talk to you. The tricky part is is the name of this project, and it is uh, tomorrow night, eight p.m. And as uh, Anthony was saying, Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, uh, Apple TV, Roku, all Amazon. There's a b- bunch of different platforms that you can get on board with it. But uh, it's great to talk to you, Anthony, and and uh, wonderful to still see you staying staying so active. Thanks so much. Oh, thanks, you guys. Thanks for the time. All right, you bet. Anthony Edwards, guys. Oh, the triumphant uh, Top Gun music. It was serious stuff, but it's important stuff, man. I mean, this is is a... um, Over the past couple of years, there have been a number of of documentaries that... I mean, I knew, you know, uh, for better or for worse, the Corey Feldman thing sort of keeps reviving it. But it, it, it is... And it's not just in the entertainment business. It is there's, oh yeah, the the, the level of, of predatory. You have, I think, Casey. You know someone who works in this yeah. line of work, and you'll see them. They they hop on the phone, or they they do this thing, or they hop online, and they're getting inquiries from pedophiles within seconds. Okay, let's talk about uh, the frontline <laughs> heroes right now. I mean, those are you know yeah. I have a very very close friend who is a detective, and this is part of his life yeah. every single day. Oh, and, yeah. and, and it is soul sucking for him i'm sure and as a result like he has to find like you know very very healthy ways to kind of like brighten to cleanse, his, to cleanse and yeah. brighten his day up because yeah. i mean this is something that's you know if he's putting in an eight-hour shift it's like and this is what he did for eight hours yep. you know yep. yep it's pretty wild mm-hmm. so uh all right well listen excuse me uh we should take a break and come back in a moment running out of time to text in for the secret text word so if you're interested in winning make sure that you do that now text word secret to 39333 we've got the, the rhythm section like lively jude law a chance for you uh to win that the rock refund is coming up we are just a few minutes away from that at 10 a.m and don't forget today is mmr's 52nd birthday yay hey 52 years uh, Pierre and Pancake have something special planned. 52 years. It's a shuffle that they're going to be doing, so you're going to hear all kinds of great music uh, on Pierre's program. Let's take a break and come back with the stuff. All right, we'll return in a moment. Monday nights at 9, join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for a kick-ass concert clip, a live performance, Metallica moment. In conjunction, Metallica is releasing an entire concert recording. Available for your streaming pleasure right here at WMMR.com. Rock's reigning kings with MMR's nighttime jester, Jackie Bam Bam. Every Monday night at 9. So when dinner's done, break from the TV and rock your smart speaker. It's Metallica Mondays. 
with 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, let's share some uh, stories. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, it's brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil manufactured on site, along with leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Mulch Works sells to residential and commercial markets with delivery and pickup available. Visit mulchthis.com to view all products or call their helpful staff to place an order. I'm using them. Ah, very good. Yes. Nice. Royal Canadian Mounted Police are looking for a man who cracked an egg on a jogger. What? Yes. <laughs> and and it's, it's weird. I, I didn't quite... I'm like, did I read that correctly? This is the most brutal crime I've ever heard of. <laughs> yes. The, <laughs> and it wasn't throwing... An egg. Okay, so they... To they, kill an infant chicken that way. Uh, the St. Albert resident was on their way home from an evening jog when they were approached by a man. The man grabbed the individual and then broke an egg on them. Uh, Maybe the it man, was a failed magic trick? Uh, the man then ran away, heading west, when the individual pulled out their cell phone and called police. Uh, the man is dry, described as Caucasian with an average build. Uh, the police used police dogs. They called out the dogs. The dogs. Okay. This is an egg crime. Uh, and the search, but were unable to find the suspects. So the uh, Royal Canadian can, amount of police are looking for them. Could you describe the egg, ma'am? Um, Oval, off-white? Uh, even though there is a pandemic happening, you might still hit traffic in New York City. One woman found out the hard way. On Saturday night, Cassie Moss was accused of stealing a marked NYPD cop car in Harlem it was part of the corner of East 132nd and a Madison Avenue just after 11 p.m. The officer had been using the car, was pursuing someone on foot in the area, and inadvertently dropped his keys when he left his vehicle. Oh, man. Uh, so this woman, Moses was her last name, found the keys and took the car for a ride, striking another NYPD vehicle driven by a captain. I'm not a good driver. Before getting <laughs> caught in, in traffic, which, like, nobody's getting caught in traffic right now. On the Madison Avenue Bridge, uh, Moses, who has 12 prior arrests, was charged with grand larceny, among other things. Nobody was injured in the incident. A planning commissioner in uh, Vallejo, California, has resigned after he threw his cat and was apparently drinking a beer during a Zoom meeting of the members of the commission. This sounds like Kathy. Uh, during the April 20th teleconference, Chris Platzer said, I'd like to introduce my cat before picking the animal up and suddenly throwing it off screen. You can't do that. He was also seen drinking from a green bottle believed to have been a beer. Uh, after the Zoom meeting ended, he would be heard making derogatory, profane remarks, including, I'm going to call bull S on you little bull S. Uh, Platzer's... Res- it's a good meeting. Resignation... <laughs> Uh, came days before the city council was set to consider a resolution removing him from the planning commission. So he is out of there. Uh, The U.S. Food and Drug Administration on Monday asked makers of hand sanitizers to add denatured alcohol to the products in order to make them less palatable in a bid to discourage people, especially children, from drinking the liquid. Yeah. I mean, you can't. You You can. can. You can get a buzz off of it. Absolutely. It tastes terrible from what I understand, but you actually can. Uh, the regulator's advisory follows Donald Trump's recent comments on whether injecting disinfectants might treat COVID-19, which raised concerns that frightened people could poison themselves with untested treatments. But hand sanitizers are not proven to treat COVID-19, according to the FDA commission. 
uh, and like other products meant for external use, not for ingestion. The agency said adding denatured alcohol to the hand sanitizers renders a bitter taste, making the liquid less appealing for consumption. Uh, so you, I, like, that's been for years. Like they they used to drink cologne. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and rubbing alcohol. Yes, yeah. And they had to add stuff to it so that people would not do that. Yeah. Yep. Sadly, police say they have arrested the man accused of stealing mail in Metro Atlanta. His legal name is Speedy Gonzalez. No way. Yes. That's cool. In late January, a man reported that he had some <coughs> he had some checks stolen from his mailbox. Uh, The checks were supposed to be picked up by the USPS and mailed to their intended recipients. Uh, The next day, Speedy Gonzalez visited the Home Depot and made a purchase of over $3,000. After making the purchase, police say uh, Gonzalez returned the items for cash. Uh, In March, after investigating authorities, (laughs) identify the suspect as Speedy Gonzalez and announced that that after he was arrested, uh, he'll be facing several charges. My name is Detective Foghorn Leghorn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> During a traffic stop on Saturday, uh, Speedy was arrested by police and booked into the county jail, by the way. Steve, do you remember um, Speedy's cousin? I posed this question to Casey yesterday, oh, Nick, you? so I know the okay. answer. Yeah. I, I, I remember. I don't remember the name. Slowpoke Gonzalez. Slowpoke Gonzalez. Slow yeah. Casey goes, wait, he was the drunk one, right? Presley, he wasn't drunk. I'm like, <laughs> that's my God. He was just Are lazy. You sure? It's just... uh, it's uh, it's amazing that uh, people with uh, sensitivities to this material because he used to watch this stuff. It was all over cartoons. Oh my God. It's like, yes. uh, okay, uh, yeah, okay, maybe no way. That's why you don't see those anymore. <laughs> I could have sworn he was walking around with a bottle of tequila or something. Uh, he was so speedy. Was obviously he was almost like like a superhero. He was the yes. Flash, basically, of yes. the Looney Tunes world. Exactly. All right. Uh, and that's what I have for you in the Bizarre File. Hey, it's 10 o'clock. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. All right. It is funds with a D in there. F-U-N-D-S is in money. Funds, cash, greenbacks, moolah. F-U-N-D-S. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do so. You can do it via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, you want to enter that on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest. And that person's going to get a call from our company, Beasley, to uh, so make sure that you answer your phone, okay? Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. and is sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. The word again is funds, F-U-N-D-S. All right. Call or get that going now. We're going to take a quick break. We will be back in just a moment. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Steven Singer is giving a portion of All Rose's Soul to support local restaurants by catering meals for essential healthcare workers. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let us do. What are we doing? We're doing oh, the we're doing uh, lessons learned. Uh, I don't have any questions. Uh, okay. 
So we're going to give away a $50 Carabas Italian gift card. And, Nick, I'm sure you got a question sitting over there for us. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to go with this one because uh, I love it so much. <laughs> what is Julie Buttbanger's actual name? Oh, my God. <laughs> Julie Buttbanger's actual name. Yeah. And it's not, Kirkhoff, actual name? it's not Kirkhoff or Jerkoff. It's something else. No. All right. 215-263-WF. <laughs> Julie Buttbanger. <laughs> if you were listening and you know the answer, you should call us now. And we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let's hear the stories, Steve. What's going on this morning? Well, People Magazine revealing that Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger waited a bit longer than usual to announce their pregnancy for a very special reason. Apparently, the couple was determined to make the announcement after the season finale of Flirty Dancing. Oh, my God. Felicity Huffman's daughter, Sophia Macy, has reportedly been legitimately accepted to Carnegie Mellon University following the whole college admission scandal. Sophia got in solely on her academic merits and her intent to play quarterback for the Tartans. Oh, no. And finally, Gwyneth Paltrow is saying she absolutely loves how quarantine has made her embrace the merits of going makeup-free. Paltrow tells People's Beautiful Issue that she now routinely goes five or six days with just mascara, eyeliner, lipstick, rouge, and an artificial tan. (laughs) (laughs) So she's basically makeup-free. And that's your Hollywood All right, we shall see if someone knows the answer to the question, uh, what is Julie Buttbanger's actual last name? I'll go to Sandy for that. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Preston. Uh, Sandy, what is Julie Buttbanger's actual last name? Smith. Smith, yes. <laughs> Hang on, Sandy. $50 Carabas Italian Grill gift card. Uh, Carabas Italian Grill is open and serving the community with your favorite made-from-scratch Italian dishes through car side pickup delivery and catering. Order online today at Carabas.com. All right. Marissa, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go into the archive because I'm dying to know this. It, it, we our, our text messages blew up, Nick, when you asked who was uh, Speedy Gonzalez's cousin, and I said Slowpoke Rodriguez. Rodriguez, I right? Thought that's what you said. Yeah. Yes, because everybody's going, no, that's was, what I. Yeah, that that is the name, but everybody's like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Slowpoke uh, Gonzalez. It was Slowpoke Rodriguez. I'm like, I said mm. that. Well, mm, well no, that's what you said too. Gonzalez. I did. You did. Oh, man. Yeah. But you yeah. knew it. You knew what the answer was. Maybe I did know it. In fact, it. I told Casey the answer yesterday. I can't believe I misspoke. Like you that. said Gonzalez mm. because of Speedy Gonzalez, not because... You yeah, I know, no, but yeah, I knew yeah. it was Slowpoke Rodriguez. Rodriguez. I, I thought you, I said you know. Slowpoke Rodriguez. I still need to hear it. Yeah. I won't believe it until I hear it. Yeah. You yeah. also said Silversia, so, you know... <laughs> I don't think things. I said Silversia. I think Marilyn said Silversia. <laughs> What? There's so many. Well, she said Milacregro. No, you said said Nut Rise for Nutrice. Yeah, Kathy said Miracregro. It said a miracle grow. Uh, Mar- uh, Marilyn said the downhill shalom <laughs> and, and gold ball size hail instead of golf yeah. ball size hail. And that the uh, police were looking for a nine foot five um, black man. Black man. Yeah, a nine what? foot. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> She transposed the We're feet like, and inches. Wow, the tallest person in Just the world. Look over the houses. Yeah. All right, people are saying I said Gonzalez. All right, I apologize. It happens. Now I feel like a rube. <laughs> I knew it was Slowpoke. What's his name? Uh, Slowpoke Rodriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> 
All right. I can't find music news. Oh, oh there man. it is. All right, here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right. Let's get into music news. Metallica's uh, Lars Ulrich uh, participated in an online chat with Salesforce CEO Mark Benioff on Tuesday discussing the COVID-19 pandemic and how it is affecting the band and the world. Uh, He also revealed that Metallica could get together to write a record uh, for a new album while in quarantine. At one point, he discussed their touring plans, mentioning that that their spring festival dates have been postponed or canceled, while adding the idea of bringing tens of thousands of people together in a concert setting uh, is maybe not the right idea for health and safety for everybody in 2020. Uh, as for Metallica's planned the plans to potentially get together to write and record, uh, he said, the guys in Metallica, we sit here and we go, well, maybe in a month or two from now, is there a chance that the four of us can be together, maybe at our studio here in Northern California if the quarantine and stay-at-home orders subside, and so on and so forth. Will there be a Metallica quarantine record? I can't tell you because, again, I don't know how long the quarantine will last. But if you and I and the rest of the world are sitting here six months from now or a year from now, I'd say there's a very good chance. So it's still all up up in the air at this point. Lincoln Park bassist Dave Phoenix Farrell has said in a new interview that the band has been writing new music, uh, and they had been doing it before COVID-19 struck. COVID! Uh, while that has been put on pause for now due to quarantining, uh, Farrell said that he is still working up some ideas and being creative at home while keeping in touch with his bandmates. And he's making banana bread. And he's making banana. Everybody's making banana bread. Uh, he said, for us with the band, we've been kind of writing and doing that before this all started. So casually at this point, we're doing Zoom meetings to eat lunch together and stay and say hi. Uh, but we're not able to get together and write or do that whole bit. So working at home a little bit working up ideas. Uh, did you see on, a, on another note, another tangent here concerning banana bread, someone had posted a picture of chocolate banana bread, and it was awesome. It um, looked awesome. With chocolate chips? The actual bread itself has yeah, a... Yeah, I saw oh, that, Steve. Right. Kathy, does that not look awesome? Yeah. So I found a site where there's, like, different options. You can do, like, the chocolate. You can do chocolate chips. You can yeah. add... I forget. There were some other things that you could add to it, but there was, like, different options. Uh, and it was Ooh. pretty, you know, it's 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 as simple as making banana bread. You just add that ingredient chocolate to it. Chocolate banana bread. It was Cheesecake version. banana bread sounds pretty good to me. Mm, banana bread with uh, chopped up Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm. <laughs> mm. Anybody, anybody else? In these uncertain Reese's times. Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, okay. okay. I have so yeah, many of the, the Easter eggs. I went a, a little overboard, or the, the <laughs> Easter bunny went a little overboard. Uh, and so we still have, like, bags of them. I want to implore you all at home. Bake us these breads and <laughs> deliver them to us. And by the way, Kathy, there's nowhere to take your candy. Normally, right, you would like, take it to work. Yeah. yeah. And just right. leave it on the community table and let people have mm-hmm. at it. No one wants to touch that crap now. Yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> crawling with the COVID. I think it was one of you guys. I have it in the freezer now. I never did that. And I, I thought it was one of you guys it told me to put it in, put them in the freezer, and it like makes them that much more delicious. Oh, they're awesome! Yeah, yeah. some people do like uh, frozen chocolate and stuff like that. But um, do you want to like... build a snowman? <laughs> <laughs> I like frozen Snickers. They're good. Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> uh, all right, one last story. Dave Fortman, producer of Slipknot's 2008 album "All Hope Is Gone," is auctioning off his share of royalties from the Yay! LP. Uh, through RoyaltyExchange.com. Never heard of this. 
Uh, the site acts like marketplace, uh, a marketplace where intellects bought and sold uh, like other assets. Uh, and the winning bidder will collect royalties generated from any sales, streaming, sync fees um, for the disc as well as the individual singles contained on it. Is this like J.G. Wentworth? Sync fees are royalties paid to artists and producers for the licensing of a recording for a movie, TV show, or commercial. The current price for the royalties from that LP and self-titled debut uh, from Simple Plan, which uh, Fortman also produced, is $758,000. Well, this makes sense. This is this elusive world that we've talked about uh, concerning royalties and publishing rights and all of these ways. The whole thing that that Taylor Swift was involved in with that Scooter Braun or whatever that yeah, guy's yeah, name yeah. was. Yeah. That was all based over music rights. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's selling uh, those royalties, which is pretty wild. And there you go. That's what I have in music news. All right, you want to hear the audio? Yeah. All right. Yeah, now I don't want to hear this if I did say the wrong thing. I started getting all defensive at the text screen. Yes, I did. I said it right. Uh-huh. Dumbass. Here we go. Steve, do you remember um, Speedy's cousin? I posed this question to Casey yesterday, oh, Nick, you? so I know the okay. answer. Yeah. I, I, I remember. I don't remember the name. Slowpoke Gonzalez. Yeah. Damn it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Man. No. Oh, man. Everything you thought came crashing down. <laughs> I feel shame. Shame. I feel shame. Shame. Yes, shame. 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 Stop shame. it. No, not you shame. guys. Not you guys. Shame. 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 She forgot the name of shame. Speedy Gonzalez's cousin. Shame. She forgot the name shame. of Speedy Gonzalez's cousin. Shame. What has she done? She forgot shame. the name of Speedy Gonzalez's cousin. Shame. I knew it. I just said it incorrectly. Man. You were a witness yesterday. Dude, listen. You heard me. You asked me how Who many... Who is Pepe Le Pew's accountant? <laughs> Shame. Shame. Oh. Shame. It must Shame. have all been uh, Mel Blanc, right? Doing all oh, the yeah. voices? Oh, yeah. The genius Mel what Blanc. What a genius. Yep. He was amazing. He was a genius. Yep. He was a genius. <laughs> Shame. Was there ever a good doc... Shame. Shame. Was there ever a good documentary done on, on Mel Blanc? Yes. Yeah, there there was. Um, I need years to see ago. it. I need to see it. It was actually about the time when um, uh, that that classic poster came out, uh, Speechless, where the all the Looney Tunes characters are there after, yeah. after he died, yeah, 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 and their yeah, heads yeah. are all bowed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, by the way, there's like a new Looney Tunes that is uh, coming out. I, I saw it. Yeah, it looks like it's a referential of the original source material, which would be great. <laughs> Bugs Bunny's voice has to be spot on. Otherwise, like, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Yeah, the, the, the guy who was doing it after the fact was, hey, hey, yeah, but it's too much of that. Yeah. It was his son. It was uh, Noel Blake. Oh, I hate him. Well, and, yeah, no, he, no. Did, he didn't do uh, nearly he, as good. No, he, uh, yeah, no. I'm sorry. It was it was a moment in time, and Mel Blank just had it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Shame. No. Stop it. You know why? Shame. Because somebody texted in no sad bro, so I got that. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I got that to fall back on. Well, it's Wednesday, so... It doesn't matter. Plenty of sad bro. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Not Some plenty. sad bro. <laughs> Wednesday is plenty of sad. <laughs> but Friday, <laughs> I'm in love. No sad. And I'm in love. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we wrap it up. Letter of the day for the word of the week. Oh, Kathy, we need a uh, secret text number caller, please. 26. Oh, there you go. Big Yowza. number. 215-263-WMMR. No whammies. We'll, we'll be back in just a moment. Stick with us. While we wait... 
and wait. For live concerts to return, MMR is raiding the video wing of the MM Archives to present MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. The best up-close and personal performances and interviews from the Preston and Steve studio. Great song. It's a struts on 93.3 WMMR. Pierre presents from Ardmore Music Hall. Tell them the name of the song. Wish I knew you. If you didn't know. And Studio 4F. Joining us in studio, Mr. Kenny Wayne Shepard. How you doing? Updated twice weekly at WMMR.com and streamed directly to the best seat in the house, your couch. MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, it's about ready to become wrap-up time here in just a moment, but we have a couple of things we need to do before we get out of here for the day. Uh, first and foremost is to go to a phone call. Let me see. Call number 26 is who we're looking for, and it's Chrissy. Hi there, Chrissy. Hi. Uh, Chrissy, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Wonderful. Uh, do you have the secret text word? Cinema. Cinema. That's it. Yeah! Yeah, Chrissy, hang on. You're a winner. We're going to set you up with a digital download of the Rhythm Section starring Blake Lively and Jude Law from the producers of uh, James Bond Comes the Next Great Action Spy Thriller. How it's supposed to be good. How far would you go for revenge? Rent it today on digital. Also available on Blu-ray with behind-the-scenes bonus content and tons of deleted scenes. It's rated R from Paramount Pictures. And we are also going to give that exact same prize to Chris Urban, who is from Westchester, and text it in. So that is a random text winner. Congratulations to everybody. Uh, thank yous are in order for today's program, and we have a few of them. Uh, I would like to, you know, first I'm going to start by thanking an advertiser. Uh, Harley Madget, Magden, uh, CEO and founder of Winnow Nation, had called in to let us know for our Frontline Hero signs that we're putting out. Uh, he's he's footing the bill for us to buy two hundred of them. They're not cheap. No, they're um, not. So they're good quality. Yeah, that's we want to put good quality signs up. So uh, he's he's putting up a bunch of money so we can get two hundred more of those. That's really cool because we have run out of them. And so I want to thank him for being on. Uh, Anthony Edwards was on the actor, uh, and he's got a show called The Tricky Part. Premieres tomorrow night, eight p.m. on many platforms, including YouTube, Amazon Prime, Facebook, Apple TV, uh, Roku, and more. Very nice guy. Very cool to talk to him. It was a bit of a heavy subject, but it was a really, really cool conversation. And thank you to the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Eric Lindros, John LeClaire, Michael Remberg from all over the world calling in this morning. That's how popular the show is. And it was great to have him on. Eric has become a, an ambassador for the team, and they're doing an all-in challenge where you can end up in a suite, going to a game, having all kinds of skating on the ice, pre, pre, uh, um, uh, pre-game skating, all this stuff. And uh, Eric's going to try and talk in Michael and uh, John to be a part That'd of that. That'd be great. Well. I uh, never thought Eric Lindros would be calling my phone. Did. Oh, and uh, a late uh, arrival, happy birthday. It's uh, Jackie Bam Bam's dad's birthday. Oh. Too. So I missed that earlier. I don't know. I just I saw an Instagram post that uh, Jackie had, had put up. The Bammer. Uh, so a happy and birthday. And Jackie's sister just had a baby yesterday. Whoa. Seriously. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right. It's a big know, week. During all this, yeah, they, they said that the, um, I, I guess the, they, the dad had to wait in the car, and then they took his temperature, and then he was allowed in the room, and oh, then he was yeah. out of the room once he was in there, and yeah, crazy times. And but they, they, I believe they are bringing the baby home 
uh, I think today. Okay. Yeah, right. they're probably expediting things, too. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, that is good news. Excellent. Uh, Pierre Robert is sauntering into the studio and getting set for a very special radio program. Uh, before we do these things that we need to do, can we just jump right to the uh, letter of the day? We can. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve, ah. 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... Y is in yellow. All right, and we have two more to go, and we have a case of vodka, 12 bottles of hand sanitizer, awesome. and $150 stateside vodka bar. Uh, $150 to stateside vodka bar. Uh, and stateside, by the way, vodka, Philly's hometown distillery is delivering right to your home in Philly and in the PA suburbs, and uh, they can now do curbside pickup for vodka and hand sanitizer. No need to wait at the liquor store. Visit statesidevodka.com for details. Pierre Robert, indeed, ready for a very special radio program today. It all started today at this frequency, long before any of us. Uh, Dave Herman kicked off what was called the Marconi Experiment. Uh, at uh, I think it was at six o'clock, and uh, it was an experiment uh, because no one knew if it would be a success. Michael Tierson was always fond of saying it was a success that experiment, and indeed I should say it was, because as you guys well know, we all know people in radio around the country and commercial radio, and uh, it's not a healthy place uh, for the most part for vibrant musical stations uh, to not only you know. Uh, not only survive, as I like to say, but thrive. And thanks to you, our loyal listeners, we have been able to thrive. I mean, uh, and we don't boast about this. We're we're humbled by it and honored by it. But the fact that we're number one in almost every rating category is almost unheard of. Um, at a time where you know a lot of a lot of rock and roll stations have struggle to survive. Uh, so you have allowed us not only to survive, as we say, but thrive. So we can't thank you enough for that. But, uh, um, you know, we're vibrant, alive and well. And um, so we we want to celebrate. Take a look at the past. Stay in the present. Um, be a part of all that. Everything that rocks. Nice. It's so cool. I was, we're saying it's an honor to be a part of this. You know, we're just we're just 15 years in. But, uh, you know, you obviously much longer, but it's you know, it's come to this situation, but this to be at this point in the history of this station with it doing is obviously there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. There's no two ways to to, uh, you know, dismiss that. But uh, the celebration that you guys have planned for today, I think, is really cool. So, um, you know, uh, that'll be some really fun listening. Yeah. Well, you, you're like the Ronnie Wood of of um, of the Rolling Stones. Stones of I would think MMR. the Ed Wood. Yeah, the Ed would have. <laughs> because what I mean by that is Ronnie Wood is considered the new kid in the Rolling yeah. Stones, and he's been there since 1975. Right. You know, so, I mean, you guys have been here 15 years. A lot of people don't have a radio career at one station for five years, let alone 15. Right. We got to have a big thing for you guys at some point. Yeah, they, they do. Did, they did a thing for me for my 20th. Um, maybe we do something for your 16th. Well, you know what they're oh, doing? Your sweet uh, 16th. That'd they're be nice. Plans to repair the Dunkachino. Oh, my so, God. So that's all we're asking oh, for our 16th. That's, that's Actually, it. we should have done something coming up for our quinceanera. Oh, oh well. well that's all right. Do? You can't have a socially distanced quinceanera. No. So the way we're going to do this, I hold in my hands these giant cards, uh, did you find these, Marissa? It's a deck of playing cards. I, I, I got those okay. uh, Yeah, for a thing we did a couple of years ago, actually. So it's an oversized deck of playing cards. But on the back of each one, uh, like uh, uh, on the back of this one, uh, speaking of the Rolling Stones, on the Jack of Clubs, it's Rolling Stones Shattered. 
uh, from 1978. So a different song for every year. So we're going to draw them. Have we shuffled them? They've been shuffled. Was, was Bill saying that they're, they're like the top song from that year? The top song that the station played, okay. not necessarily the top yeah. song in the country. Right. Uh, so you're, you're, you're getting the, the, the basically the, the, the hit of that year right. through MMR. Right. And then the deck will be shuffled and How we'll do you work shuffle? Our... <laughs> I mean, Those? I think you need a, a, a backhoe. Yeah. I've asked Preston because he's the father figure here yeah. to shuffle. Um, right, go ahead. And Preston is doing that. Wow. Yeah, look at that. He's divided the cards. He needs a little more space. He's moving his laptop. (laughs) I see see why you buried the eight of diamonds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not starting with that. All right, so here we go. Okay. Wow. There we go. I am impressed. Maybe I can do a bridge. Hang on. What's a bridge? You'll see. It looks like a bridge where you fold them down and they go. Oh, okay. It's kind of hard to do a bridge. All right, and now. All right. All right. Now, uh, Pancake had this idea. Cake, what was your idea? Uh, to let you guys pick the uh, first three songs. Wow. So you, you guys just pick randomly. No, Preston. Uh, I shuffled. All right. Yep. I'm all bad good. luck. All good for you. Mr. Cake will carry the ceremonial cards to each of the staff. Are we announcing what they're, what they're um, uh, yes. going to play? All right. If I pick the Pina Colada song, I'll be very upset. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that was from 1970s. You want to you want to read it? Uh, yes. Oh no, my you read God! It. You turn ace of spades, dude. You turn that's it over, Steve, card. and All what's right. on the back? Ah, uh, Lincoln Park. What I've done. All right. All right. That's we where we're going to start. That'll be song number one. What year is that, Steve? That would be the year of 2007. Okay, Casey. And, what uh, do you got? I have the serial number of this card if you'd like it as well. <laughs> How did we not make that one? The Ace of Spades by Motorhead. It should have been that. Oh right. my God! Yeah, Bill. Did you want to say something? You're holding your hand. Come on up. over. Well, I don't know that uh, that uh, again. It's not necessarily the number one song. Yes, it is the number one song. Well, no, what I'm saying, it's not the number one song in the chart history. It's the number one song MMR was playing. Correct. Absolutely, Absolutely correct. Right, so it's it's the, it was the most played song of that particular year by the so station by yeah. WMMR, yeah. which may frequently goes not along conventional paths. Right. 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 So yeah. So that so was, of our history. history? This is a 2007 Lincoln Park, yeah. What I've Done. Very cool. We should draw a couple more and get you started. Yeah, Casey, what do you got? You know what? I'm uh, 10 years later, Steve. I'm 2017, and the song is Waste a Moment by Kings of Leon. Okay. Oh, all that right. will be song number two. And Mr. Preston, you right. get... I mean, excuse me, Presbo. All right. <laughs> I've drawn the King of Diamonds, which, wow, uh, 1993... Runaway Train from Soul Asylum. Oh, oh my God. Right. Excellent. That's your one, two, and three. So they're yeah. in no particular order, thus the shuffle. Kathy, Nick, sorry. Uh, we cannot include you because you're not physically here. You're adorably here, though. And uh, Marissa's filming all of this. So all right. that's where we're going to begin. Uh, and um, we'll also play the very first song MMR ever played and the first words ever spoken when we come out of the break in just a moment. Uh, so that'll be cool. And then the celebration is underway. And the only challenge is... Uh, when we did the 50th, um, we did a song for every year. Um, and we started at 10 a.m. and we finished at 9 p.m. Uh, wow. Um, you remember, you came by yeah, yeah, that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, all the air staff stopped by at various points during the day, which was great fun. Uh, we're not going to do that today. <laughs> okay. Uh, not doing it. Uh, but gotcha. By the time we, it'll be close to 11 by the time we start. So right. It's not going to end at 3 o'clock. Although I will. Uh, 
I, I will endeavor, dear Bill, to uh, to make this as quickly uh, happen as I po- Nick is laughing as I possibly can. And you know, I am efficient and organized, and yeah, and you can hear right now. Yeah, the efficiency and the economy of words is the uh, economy is of words alone. It's almost like worst score in yeah. seven years ago. All right, uh, then uh, it's coming up in just a few moments. I'll wrap this up, and we will turn it over to Pierre for the birthday celebrations. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, President Steve Show, brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. Also, Duncan, brought to you by Duncan, official coffee of the President Steve Show, and by WSFS Bank, where we stand for service, not service. (laughs) Tomorrow on the show. Uh, Adam McKay will be joining Oh, the great Adam McKay. Son of Uh, Gardner McKay. Eric Bazilian will be on the program. Son of of Gardner Bazilian. And uh, Jeff Corwin will be joining us. Son of uh, Gardner Gardner. Corwin. Uh, So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. (laughs) And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. We all know there's traffic. We can all tell when the sun's out and when it's raining. So if you don't have something funny to say, don't say anything at all. And these times are boring, so please keep it interesting. Next message. Way to go, Blue Angels and Thunderbirds. Way to f- go. Awesome. So cool. Awesome. Next message. Oh, I'm about to kick somebody's ass. If you don't let me out of my home, I might break somebody's bone. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.